Christ, you people suck. Wow. Wolverine on it. Episode 677 for November 22nd, 2021, and this is the turkey episode. This is the week of Thanksgiving, y'all, in America. And on the show this week, it's just me and Anthony. Yeah, you're the only one celebrating that on this podcast. That's true, because you wanted them Canadians. Yeah, that's that's a thing that has not changed since I've started on this podcast. Oh, really? I thought you would have, you know... Yeah, during the pandemic, I was like, yeah, you know what? Why don't I move to the States? I mean, I don't think that's a better idea. They say fl- they say Florida's hot right now. <laughs> oh, sorry. A hot zone for Corona. All right. uh, you know, Florida, where it's nice and muggy and, and fluey. People just, yeah, as you say, people just coughing into each other's mouths. I t- I'll tell you a thing. There's that... nothing more intimate than like open having someone's open mouth and just go <gasps> right into it. I, th- I think the sh- most shocking thing yesterday, I went to the health food store and I was the only one wearing a mask. And I'm like, come There's on. There's a bit of irony there. Uh, yeah, I'm like, come on. Like, you're here, but you're not wearing a mask. <laughs> yeah. Oh, goodness. Well, anyway, we are approaching the end of the 2021. There are video games aplenty right now. We'll we'll talk about some of those today, but I think it's funny that uh, I kind of spent a lot of my time playing old games this week, whether it was a remake or a back pad or something. Oh, well, I have not, so... Well, why don't you go ahead and tell me what you played? So you didn't play the other remake? Or were you saving that for last? Uh, you know, where you gotta catch them all? Yeah, well, that's that's a phrase I haven't used. I mean, I, I suppose. It, they've done enough changes where it's new and old simultaneously. So I'm pay, playing um, the Pokemons for review. And um, I physically bought Diamond because that's the copy that I still have sitting on my shelf of uh, the DS. Um, I'm, you could say, well, aren't you... So I'm playing Diamond even though Pearl I have for review, blah, 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 whatever. They're the same fucking game. Um, I'm impressed. As someone that has played newer Pokemon games and went, this isn't for me anymore. Um... It feels good to be back. I I guess I think I think one of the worst mistakes they did was uh change 
Like they they just can't go realistic with this series uh, on a technical level. There's just too much. The more they put into like making an open world, the less and less Pokemon they have to have just because of time. Um, and and like it just causes a lot of problems. So like I love the fact that this looks like an old Pokemon game. Um, it feels like an old Pokemon game. I'm not even really hating the, um, in fact, I'm kind of enjoying it, the uh, experience share, which is on and you can't turn it off, unfortunately. Do you because not I like... was a purist. I, I, Sorry? I like experience share, but that's just me. So, so here's the reason why I didn't like it. I liked experience share. There was an item experience share, and you put it on one Pokemon, and that Pokemon would be the only Pokemon to get experience from every battle. And I really liked that setup. When they went to experience shares, just a switch that you turn on or off, come, I want to say X and Y, the problem became that I was getting into battles and my Pokemon were leveling up too quickly, so I couldn't explore. And that becomes an issue because if your, po- your Pokemon outlevel you, you can't control them. Right? So before I reach gi- the next gym, my Pokemon would already be at the point where if I fight another battle before I get done the gym and this Pokemon levels up, it could be out of the range of me being able to control it. What do you and mean by irritating. control it? Sorry? What do you mean by control? I don't, so, I don't know enough about so, Pokemon. Unless it's been completely removed. Uh, Pokemon, the badges allowed you to... So, basically, every badge was like a a range of levels. So, you have up until a certain level that Pokemon will then stop listening to you. So, you'll give them a command, and they may do it, they may choose to do something else, they may just choose to not listen. Um... Because they are, they don't think you're worthy or some shit. But basically, it as a player on a full, not lore based thing, you you don't get to input commands directly anymore. Because there, the idea is that you are not over leveling for every battle, so there's still some challenge when you get to the gym. Huh. When you have experience share on, again, this may have been removed and I not didn't notice it, but this used to be a thing. When the experience share became a, just a switch on and off, when your Pokemon are out-leveling the area that they're in before you get to the gym, even though you're just looking to explore and getting into battles, and you... I mean, they're quick, right? But those... those you're, so your Pokemon are really strong, you're just kind of like two-shotting every enemy in the area but over time the more you do that the more experience they get and eventually they're going to hit a point where they stop listening and when it's um when it's just a switch that you turn on and off that becomes a problem and i haven't hit that problem yet and i think part of it is like the pacing in x and y was really bad um, I did not enjoy X and Y. I, I maybe the games became better with Sun and Moon or uh, Alpha Sapphire, Mega Mega Ruby or Alpha Ruby and Mega Sapphire, whatever the fuck it was. 
I don't know, but like that was a problem I had with the experience shared. It doesn't seem to be as much of a problem in, in uh, the new Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl. Um. Yeah, it, I, I mean, look, it's Pokemon. Like, I don't know what else to add. This is where I think the peri- the series peaked. I thought it was the most interesting. Um, I do like the fact of how they do the Pokemon Watch. So in the DS original, the top screen was the gameplay, and the bottom screen was this watch that had different modes in it. Um, and you got different apps the further you got, went in. And every app did something different. One's just a clock, you know. It, you're like, oh, whatever. But um, eventually you could, like, hunt for Pokemon in wild grass where you'd hit the button and it would make it shine. And, like, where or shake the grass where the Pokemon are so you didn't have to random encounter. If you're looking for a specific Pokemon, it made it easier. Um, it was a way to actually look for shiny Pokemon, too, where you'd hit it. And if it sparkled, uh, you knew it was a shiny Pokemon in the grass. Like, there's a lot of stuff added that, you know, we talk about quality of life stuff. It was quality of life changes without actively removing some of the difficulties of Pokemon. Because I played Pokemon as a kid. Sure, there's a lot of systems that you can get into. But, like, for the most part, you can power your way through that game with just attacks that do a lot of damage. It's when you start fighting other people that that becomes maybe a problem that you have to look into, the IVs and EVs and all the stupid shit that is behind the scenes and there's calculators for and Pokerus and all that all that crap that people I'm not interested in. That's like way too hardcore for me. Um it, but this is where it was like, oh yeah, there's a lot of casual elements and there's a lot of hardcore stuff and then I thought black and white was a step backwards to the point where they had to remake them um, as black and white too. But um, yeah, I just thought the 3DS games were like the point where the Pokemon kind of lost focus. Um, and again, maybe maybe it had p- figured it out, but from the sounds of it, Sword and Shield did not. I know people are com- probably complaining about these Pokemon games as well because adults on the internet or playing a game for children and wondering why it doesn't cater to them. And I'm not, I'm not that daft. I literally went, oh, this po- the Pokemon's are not for me anymore when I played X and Y. And I was disappointed, and I thought it was a bad choice, just because I'm also the person that played Detective Pikachu for review and went, this is, this is a f- okay game, but like, kids are smarter than this. And that was my issue with the Pokemon series was kids are smarter than this, like. You didn't have the phenomena of um, Pokemon without the game, and we played those as kids. Like, I was in that group that went insane for Pokemon when it happened. I was the perfect age. So, the new games have really stepped away from that, but, like... I've talked about it before. Like Diamond and Pearl had a ton of end game content. Like you're not done this game when you're done it. And like they seem to be figuring out ways to bring back some of the weird elements because I was telling Drew, who's not here, um how dare he? How what dare he's he? doing? Um about like the fact that like I hadn't played any of the Game Boy Advance games. I bought Diamond, my friend bought Pearl, and 
I went and bought Pokemon Ranger. I was so I was so into these games. I went and bought Pokemon Ranger, which is a spin-off game. I think they're really good. They're interesting. But when you finished Pokemon Ranger, you got a Pokemon egg and you traded that egg you like through the, a convoluted method that I can't recall exactly. I think you need to have two DSs and you need to do mystery gift on diamond and hit an option in ranger and it sent the egg to diamond the egg would hatch into manaphy which is like a rare legendary pokemon that you could only get through this method and then manaphy when you hatched or when you when you put it in the breeding facility would lay an egg for a different legendary pokemon called Fion. and like there was a ton of event Pokemon, like weird, weird stuff. Like it, it, it was, it was the first time I felt like, oh, this is this is exactly what, as a kid, all the weird little rumors and stuff. Like, oh, if you push the truck near the boat, Mew's underneath it, which isn't true at all. But you know, rumors spread about Pokemon because it was a, it was popular. Diamond and Pearl seem to really play into that type of stuff where there was like small little mentions of Pokemon and like there's like a mansion that's haunted with like human ghosts and it's it's so weird and then they're introducing Pokemon that when it rains uh you know they get boosts and so there's now weather effects in the game and like if you catch one Pokemon on the east coast it's pink and on the west coast it's blue and have a different form sort of um like it was just this really grand experience and in a remake they had the total opportunity to ruin it now i'm not super far but they're doing a really good job of not making a mess of it like this isn't game freak this is um i wonder if it says the studio on the back course not that would be helpful um this isn't uh this isn't game freak this is another studio that's remade this and it just it feels spot on i'm so surprised and i'm very happy now that could change the further i get into it because obviously i'm not like super super far in but uh because i've only had it since friday and i haven't made it very far um but uh fuck man it, i'm i'm super happy with it um i'm super happy with it after not being happy with pokemon for quite some time so <clears throat> i'm also playing diamond and who did you pick who's who's your oh who's i'm your... turtwig oh uh, i'm i'm a penguin man sorry i turtwig is who i picked and like for the stupidest reason, but I I I literally am like this this Pokemon is adorable and I love it and I'm picking that. My my um, friend took him and I just battled him and I whooped his Turtwig. I want you to know. Yes, but his Turtwig is not my Twiggy. Do you do you, do you name all of your characters? Nope, nope. My starter though I don't get rid of. So I uh I name my starters. So um. Twiggy, Twiggy is what I named my Turtwig way back, God, over a decade ago, um, and so that's what I named my Turtwig this time around. 
I named my penguin Popper. (laughs) Mr. Popper's penguin? Exactly. That's exactly why I named him Popper. That's good. I like it. Yeah. um, Man, it just, like... Like, I don't know. I I, I don't even mind, like, the fact that it's all, like, 3D and stuff. Because I thought maybe, like, uh, maybe it was just the 3D change that I wasn't, like, a fan of. But no, I I like like the fact that when the... um, Right, like when you uh, face an opponent and they lose, they like they actually like make a face and and sort of react to it. Um, I like how they do like a pose, like the the pose that they would have been in in the original. They do like a freeze frame as they move into the shot. The kids make like a weird like running pose. I like oh, how man. they all have names too. That's always cracked me up. Oh yeah, yeah, or Sarah, Jennifer. Yeah, I, I'm very so, early on. I, I think I'm like an hour and a half in. I just made it to the city with the first gym. So yeah, I'm not even like that's how far back I am. I'm not even there yet. I just take my time. I'm uh, I I and so part of the part of the thing is I usually end up pretty strong before I get to the gyms. I think I but think Popper's like, twelve level twelve right now. Like I spend a lot of time running around the grass in the areas in between. I go well. That, that was the the thing that I had the issue I had with X and Y. I want to catch Pokemon. That is, I'm not playing this like. Um, I, and I wonder. I was hoping Drew would be here, um, because I I'm not playing this like. Oh, you can only catch the first Pokemon you see or whatever. Oh, the and like, news lock so, challenge or whatever. Yes, and and you know what? Like, fucking cool that people can do that shit. It's just not how I want to play these. Um. No, so. I want to. I want to catch them all. That's the thing. I I, I made a mistake. I was in the uh, the the mines yesterday before I quit, and I got up against a Geo dude, and I accidentally water shot him, and it one hit him. Oh yeah, I didn't get to catch him. I was mad that I didn't catch him. So the funny the funny thing is, we both chose not fire types, and like the fire types in this game are like, there's not many. I don't know. There's like just... a. There's a weird, like, lack of fire types in Diamond and Pearl. I think I've always been the water guy. Like, I, I did Blastoise back in the in the original. Like, that was my... I, I always like water type. I I am, unfortunately, part of the reason why Charizard is so popular. I really like Charmander and uh, Charmeleon. Ah, uh, Pokemon. But Twiggy, Twiggy is my my jam. Like he's my favorite. He's my favorite Pokemon. Is uh, Church Twig. It just was a weird thing where I was like, "Yep, this is my favorite. He's great. He's got a little tree growing out of his head." I, I got the bug, and I named him the bug that looks like he's wearing like a tuxedo. Uh, cricket. And I named him Winthorpe. I don't know why. I don't. It, know it just sounds like a proper like. Wasp kind of name, but I wasn't sure. Yeah, it sounds like a wasp. It's Winthorpe. He's going. What's his? <laughs> he just learned to do move. God damn! What was it called? It was cracking me up. Um, the struggle bug. <laughs> yes, I I don't recall that move, but apparently, I mean, I guess it was in the original. Struggle yeah, bug. I ran into a I ran into a Psyduck. And I hit him with the struggle bug. (laughs) 
Struggle Bug is my favorite move name. That is, yeah. Drew just texted me and said he's on his way. He's going to miss Thanks, off Drew. Pokemon. It's only been 20 minutes. Yeah, you know. Well, he'll talk about Pokemon when he's in, I'm sure. Did he get so, it? He asked me which version I was getting so he could get the other version. But why? Like, can we do stuff online? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I haven't been able to redeem my codes yet for my quick balls. Yeah, me neither. Um, there's also uh, how you get Manaphy in this game is through a mystery gift, but I don't know when you get mystery gift. Yeah, I, I keep going to my menu. Like, I've got my watch, um, and I've got my map, but I don't have mystery gift. Because eventually mystery gift is going to activate and... You go to a tap, like when you go to a shop, someone will be standing there ready to give you the item. But fuck me if I know when that happens. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I keep that's how it. you would get the event items, like the tickets and stuff, to go to specific islands to catch like Dark Rye and stuff. Which, yes, I had to cheat into my DS copy. I'm enjoying it so far. It's been a long time. I tried Sword and Shield, and I I just did not get into that. But I I'm telling you right now, I think a big mistake, and everybody wanted it for so long, even myself. Um, that we all wanted Pokemon to go into like full 3D, so you could explore the world. But clearly, that is counterproductive to the idea of Pokemon. It doesn't work. Yeah. It just it doesn't flow as well. And uh, I'm not saying that as like, oh, it was better my day. I'm like, it just doesn't feel right. Yeah, I haven't got into a Pokemon in a long time. I decided to try this one out. And it it fe- It's one of those things where it feels like somebody who didn't play a ton of these. I played Red and Blue and like then kind of fell off. And playing this is now like, oh yeah, I remember how all this works. Oh, there's some new things, but this is still what those were. So I I think I've said it on the podcast before these games came out, but like that was kind of how it happened with me. I had played I had played blue. I played my friend's copy of red. Then I played blue because that's what I got. I played yellow, and then I had silver. And silver was great. Silver was more Pokemon, and I loved it. Um, but fuck, man, if, if like the Game Boy Advance games just I could not have cared less. Um, you know, I learned about all this Pokemon through um Pokemon Pinball Ruby and Sapphire. I like skipped right over. Um so yeah, I I was just was like, yeah, this is not not for me. I don't think I'm into Pokemon. And then I saw Diamond and Pearl announced in like a um Nintendo Power Magazine. I'm like, that looks amazing. So I picked it up. And like I loved it. So I bought black and white like day one, both copies, and I went, wow, this is not not good. So I've also played Cruise and Blast, so that was Pokemon. Um I've also played Cruise and Blast. (sighs) Love that game. That's a fucking amazing game. Yeah, I love that game. 
yeah, that's uh, that's a spectacular racing game. I am glad I bought it. I, I would really like that to come to other things because I would totally do it. But I like the Switch version is very good. Yeah, like I don't, I don't think there's any issues with it. If I think Nintendo owns the license, so of course it's not going to. Yeah. If it did, I think I would think it would benefit Raw Thrills and. Um, that that's the other thing is I want more people to play. I want it to be exposed to more people because I think we just don't have those. Those used to be like oversaturated, and now we don't have those kind of games anymore. Oh, it's got it's got takedowns. Yeah, it do it do. Like, it, oh man, the music is so good. The music, I I don't like the main theme. I know, I know. Oh man, it grow it grows on you. It will, it will. I know. Just... Let's go cruising. I mean, it ain't, it ain't cruising. Cruising. Cruising USA. It, it, it ain't that. USA. But yeah. it, it will Sorry? grow. It will grow on you. It's fine. Like, I don't... I'm just like, yeah, all right, let's move on to the, the music in-game, which I'm like, yeah. I like lurking for the keys. The tracks are a lot of fun. Like, it's 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 not like um, a cakewalk either. Like, it's not like the easiest game ever. Like... It's like the perfect difficulty. I'm like, yeah, that's great. Yeah, Give me a little games. bit of that rubber band, but not where it's like horrid, like Mario Kart can be. Oh, excuse me. I just sneezed. Is that Drew? That's Drew. Yes. We're just making fun of you. Oh, so, <laughs> anyways, that's Cruising Blast. Let's talk about Pokemon. Oh, we just, Again. we already talked about Pokemon for yeah, like no, a half Drew hour. Just showed up. Drew, Pokemon thoughts? <laughs> I haven't purchased it yet. All right. Well, never mind. Then. Um, <laughs> yeah, we talk, Pokemon Diamond and Pearl. We talked. We talked about Pokemon. We talked about it, but I'm like, God, oh, Drew probably has thoughts. Apparently, yeah, then, Drew hmm. has thoughts. It's Diamond and Pearl. Cool. Thanks for adding to that conversation, Drew. Well, that's all I got because I haven't purchased it yet. I was just checking to see what version you had. Yeah. Okay. I, I um, have Diamond has too. Diamond as well. So. I have Diamond. Yeah. You picked up Diamond. Yeah. Look at you. I, I used to like Pokemon, and, and Anthony raved about Diamond and Pearl, so I was like, you know what? I'm going to get back on this Pokemon, and I'm further than he is. What's up? This is the first Pokemon game I ever played. The first Pokemon game I ever played was Pearl. Oh, I actually played Blue. Um, I, I, I was in it on at the beginning, and then I kind of fell off hard. So. Gotcha. But I'm um, back. I've got, I've got Popper, my penguin. He's... Yeah, and I got Twiggy. That means it means Drew has to. Are the starters different? I don't know anything about it. No, no, starters are the same for both. Um, so Drew's got to get Chim Cham. I got to get the the fire monkey. The fire monkey. Chimchar. The 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 fire firefighting monkey. <laughs> Chimchar, the only the like one of the two fire types in all of Diamond and Pearl. <laughs> isn't isn't that like the hard route though? Yeah, I'm not asking you to do it. Yeah. Ah, that didn't matter to me. We can at least trade them and and everybody get. Yeah, you, as soon as we as soon as we as soon as I get to the breeding station, I can just breed a, a church wig for everyone. There, there you, go. you go. All right, what else you got besides Pokemon and cruising? Um, all right. Uh, played a little bit more of Guardians of the Galaxy. I mean, my opinions are still that's a really good game. Uh, um, things to say about that game. Okay, well, you can cut, pick up on that when we get to you, because I, I don't have much to say on it now. Okay. Um, 
the finished finished uh, inscription. It's it's in competition for Psychonauts two as my game of the year right now. And like, how long did it take you? Uh, twelve hours. Okay. It's it's. I missed things in that game. There are things that I missed simply because I didn't get it. Because there's a lot of out of the box thinking when it comes to the puzzles in the room. Um. But man, there is some some really interesting strategies you can take on the actual card game. Um, Act 2 really adds a lot of mechanics. Um, Does that game require, like, trial and error a lot? Um, no. So is there a way to lose? I mean, you... There is no game-ending lose. Let me put it that way. So, in every act, like... You can lose, it'll set you back a bit, but you're, all your key stuff, like, so in the first act, like, you're exploring this, like, cabin thing, and there's cards that you can find in the room that help you power up. Like, there's cards that, like, as you add to your deck, your deck becomes more powerful. Um, you never lose those cards, even if you lose both your lives in that when you're playing the card game, if you die, there's like a dying, a death, like a death sequence where your character is like photographed and turned into a card, but you just pick up where that last character ended. It's just, you have to go through all the boss battles each time. So it's, there's a bit of like backwards movement, but I, I don't know. I wouldn't call it like a rogue because like it's just a card game that you're playing through sure. with a couple of options. Um and it's just like those boss parts like the challenge comes from the challenge for boss 2 comes from making it through boss 1 with all your items or whatever that allow you to like do certain things while you're it's it's again it's hard to talk about in detail because of certain elements of the game, but um, I never felt like put so far behind that I'm like, oh, I don't want to have to go through all that again. Um, it becomes actually kinder as the game goes on where it's not as punishing. Okay. Uh, but yeah, like what a fascinating, fascinating game without even taking into the account, like, the, the story of it, or rather the weird story that's, like, external to the game, more so. Um, and, like, honestly, there... My friend... I asked my friend who also played it and finished it, and, like, if you were giving it a review score out of 10, what would you give it? He said an 8, and I'm just saying right now, I'm giving it a 10. And the reason being is that I think it's set out to do everything... Like, it does everything it's set out to do really well. Like, perfectly. He's like, I wish there was more. And I said, i rather... Attend to me leaves me wanting more, but also doesn't feel unsatisfactory with what it has. I would love if this game had multiplayer. 
I would love to see this game get a sequel. But because not like I'm not going to diminish the score for what this could be when what it is is amazing. Could it be better? Most things can be, right? If we put our minds to it. Um, but like rarely does a card game feel as intuitive as this. Really does a card game not feel like it's just either way too comp like this is the perfect amount of complication. Like it eases you into the new elements of it really well to the point where like yeah i would avoid some of the new aspects and then eventually i had to start playing with them and as soon as i had to start playing with them like oh this actually makes sense i was very impressed with that entire game so inscription is one that you i think everybody should play do not look into it though because if you look into it it's not going to have the same impact right um you know, the, the Steam store page is... Don't go into the review section. Just read the, what the Steam store page lists. If that interests you, and, like, the video on the Steam store page and the screenshots look interesting, give it a shot. If card games aren't your thing, though, like, Ken, don't don't play it. You're, you're not going to have a good time. Yep, no. Um, sorry? I just said no. I I didn't even bother playing it, so I had it spoiled. I know what happened. Yeah, and, and like if that's the case, hey, maybe watch a playthrough. I think you'll still find some really interesting things that the guy does narratively. Um, it, yeah, I was I was really shocked on how fantastic it was. I I knew it was going to be good because everybody had talked about it really positively. I didn't think it was going to be that good. I get the hype. Um, and like normally, I mean, yeah. normally I'm the contrarian and in this particular case, I'm going, yeah, no, everybody else is really talking, <laughs> like speaking the truth on this. They're not wrong. Um, and then the other thing that I played was, uh, one that I've wanted to try out for a while and I'm like kind of torn on how I feel. I haven't played a lot of it. I just played it so I could talk about it on the show. Uh, that's Necromunda Hired Gun. Oh. I've played that game. Um, okay, so it's the my favorite part of Doom 2016, which is, like, the machine, like, factory look. I, I mean, this is that, the game. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I kind of like Warhammer 40k, because it's got a lot of weird lore and demons and shit and it's grungy and it's like the worst cyberpunk hellscape you could possibly think of which it does involve hell um we're not in a space hulk but hell exists in the 40k universe um yeah (laughs) it's a good shooter but good lord there's too much visually going on that game is like that game is like like it's just throwing up on your screen constantly it you're like, this looks very pretty, and it does, but you can't fucking see where the people are to the point where the game was like, we're just going to outline them in white. Yeah. And even then, I'm like, I can't fucking see them. And it just makes me realize, like, how smart Doom and Doom Eternal are. Because yeah. n- no point in Doom and Doom Eternal was I like, I don't know where the enemies are. And it's got, it's got like almost like a problem. It, it also has like this fisheye kind of 
it's weird. I mean, that's that's you can change that a bit. You but... you can, but it it kind of it kind of leans into that, and it's just like I don't know. There's something about the movement too. Like like I feel like I'm like sticky. If that makes sense. Like my yeah. my character just kind of not... sticks it's... to everything and. Do you like Doom 2016, but you're like, what if an independent developer did that? Yeah. Welcome to Necromunda Hired Gun. Yeah, that's pretty much what it is. I do like I do like the wall running. The wall running's awesome. I like the dog. I used to use the squeaky toy the, to call the, the dog. Um, Cyber Mastiff. Yeah. I mean, it's a lot of cool shit. I'm like, I it's I'm glad I got it. It was only thirty bucks. I'm I'm not disappointed at all. With that spending that money, but like, you know, it it is it is it has its rough edges, and I'm not surprised this team did Deathwing, which is a better multiplayer experience. So I've heard, so I haven't played it, but like a very pretty game. But again, the same sort of issues. Like, I mean, this is not on the dev. Warhammer 40k is like the epitome of over-designed characters. Um, like if you've ever looked at Darksiders. Excuse me, uh, War and Gun. Wow, he's a really overdesigned character. You haven't seen anything because all of Warhammer 40k is like, what if we added extra shit to that gigantic fucking armor and then put them in a way too overdesigned? The whole here's the environment. I can actually describe it. If you've ever watched Michael Bay's Transformers and went, what the fuck am I looking at? That's what the inside of all these space stations look like in 40k. <laughs> Also, be glad you're playing it now and not at launch because at launch oh, it was I'm a sure. straight dumpster fire. Um, like it looks good on my base PS4. Um, but this is the same team that did Ice, a uh, Divine Cybermancy, and that's a weird fucking game. Um, and like it's a little janky, but it does some interesting stuff. And this so far has had some interesting stuff. I don't like Heal being on the right stick. Like clicking it down heals you. Never. This is a note to developers, especially like Guardians of the Galaxy. Don't ever put anything clicking on either stick that's important. Dash, dash, and crouch. That's it. Run and crouch are the only things that should be on on control sticks. On the right stick, the only thing I think I should click for is melee. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll accept crouch if the left stick press in is, uh, run. You know what I mean? Yeah, just don't put any like, don't put any like abilities Heal. or things like that. Yeah, yeah. On yeah, it, the it's sticks. it's got its it's got its flaws, but I I like it so far. I think it's fine. Yeah, I'm not gonna go out and be like, yeah, this is a really good game. Um, you should all buy this for fifty dollars. But like, if you see it on sale and you like Doom, I feel like. You like Doom when you're like, I, but I don't want to play Doom again. Except it's, it's, it's not like a narrative. Dr- I mean, there's a story there, but it's more like, here's a bounty, go in this level and get it. I'm I'm okay with that. You know, it's not, don't don't go into it expecting like a... Lore. Yeah, like there's, there's yeah. just not much of that there. You are a piece of shit in the piece of shit city... Uh, or piece of shit underground of a city that's filled with pieces of shit, and that's literally the lore of Necromunda. <laughs> yeah, and they made two games out of it in the last year. 
Yeah, the other one was what Hive Wars. Under Hive Wars, yeah. Under Hive Wars, yeah, which is a it's a beautiful strategy. game, beautiful game. But was that was it that turn based strategy? Or was yeah, that it's the... it's turn. It's like a kind of XCOMy. Yeah, a little okay. bit. Yeah, that's what I thought. I don't know. There's too many fucking Warhammer 40k stuff. Dude, I think there was three released last week, and I don't even know what they were. It's yeah. crazy. So. Um, that's it for me. All right, Drew, since you came in late. Yep. Sorry about that. You get to go now. Okay. Well, um, the, so yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, started playing that. Color me surprised, but dang, if that's not like a top 10 game. Yeah. It's in my top 10 for the year. That game is really fucking good. <laughs> that game is awesome. Yeah. I, and the thing that I like the most about it, it has nothing to do with the movie. None of the Marvel games do, though. I'm okay with that. Like, this one, like, yeah, Avengers, Avengers had other problems for me. Yeah. But this, this game, this game is just straight up, you know, we're go- here's your arena, you're going to shoot things here. Occasionally you'll have a boss fight kind of thing. Um, I really like the way you can use everybody's powers. Um, the only thing, and, and I get why they do it. Occasionally, I want everybody in this story to shut the hell up. They do not. <laughs> they do not. And I know why, because it's the Guardians of the Galaxy, and they have a quip for everything. I get that. But, and it's all, and it's always just this, you know, throwaway banter of like, ah, oh, I'm the crazy guy, and uh, yeah, you're an idiot. And I'm just like, oh, I get it, I get it. And, and sure, that's how those characters act. Um, but man, it gets grating after like three or four chapters so far. Um, but what really surprised me was there was an entire chapter, like the second chapter of that game is just, it's just dialogue. It's just choosing what you're going to do. And I, I don't know how well this game hold handles it. Does it do like the Telltale thing? Does it do like the Witcher thing, where you choose something and you're just not going to go here anymore? Um, I know that it does. Like depending on your choices, you do something completely different. Okay, so but yeah, there's, but, the, there's, but, the, but I don't know if it's, your destination if it's like, is always the same. The destination is always the same, but what you do is different. Yeah, okay. you'll you'll see some different dialogue. You'll see some different actions happen, but. Nothing will not take you somewhere else. So, so the, I I don't want to get into spoilers. The, the, there's there's in chapter two you get to choose what to hide. That comes into play towards the end of the game. Okay, but it, it doesn't matter very quickly. Yeah, it doesn't matter what you pick because you will still get to the same outcome. You'll just do it differently. Right. But you but you still get fined. I'm assuming is it the same? Oh amount? yes. You get fined. But is it the same amount? I don't think it matters. I'm pretty sure they're both exorbitant amounts. Okay. It doesn't matter. What did you what what did you hide? I hid the materials. I hid the llama. Okay. And they found so they found the materials. Yeah, I hid the materials. But the llama sticks around regardless. So how how much did they fine you? 8,000. 8, 8, oh, it, it is different. It is different. I got fined 7,000. Oh. But it, it really doesn't matter. No. 
but it was it was pretty funny as like we had a whole seven credits to our name. Yeah, which is my favorite use of music in the game of uh, so far. Yeah, hot chocolates. Everyone's a winner. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The Maybe. music, music use in this game is top notch. Yes. Like it makes the movies kind of look foolish in in return. Yeah. Um. Now I have a question. In the first battle, as, as we're speaking about stuff, I look at me. I have way more to talk about than I thought I did. Um. Did uh, did you successfully boost everyone? the first time you do the huddle uh yeah i did not what song played oh god uh oh you asked me that and i can't remember now um was it rick astley no oh my god so it did it it played me it played me rick astley's never gonna give you up you got fucked up because I fucked up. <laughs> I was like, I wonder if that's because I fucked up. <laughs> Apparently it is. I, I could, oh. so when I was playing pre-release, that was bugged. So oh. like, the music didn't play properly. But it did get passed before I finished it, so I did see moments of that, but yeah. I can't remember <clears throat> the, the song that played. And then as, as I was escaping, it was uh, Flock of Seagulls. Mine was Flock of Seagulls. Yeah, I ran. So far away. Yeah, no, that... Uh, you, well, Anthony, you know. Ken, you know, too. I'm a huge, you know, video <clears throat> game music person. And that can make a break in experience. And so far, perfecto. It, it continues through the end of the game. This is like... And also, this is like straight up my wheelhouse of music. You like Classic new kids rock, on the block? These pop, everything. <laughs> Have you listened to Star-Lord's album? You know in the beginning <clears throat> of the game you can sit there and listen to the entire song and read the lyrics? Yeah. Yep. I that, did that. That's crazy to me because you don't, like, most people are not going to do that and there's no reason to do that, but you can do that. They yeah. wrote that album. They like That That exists just for this game, game. and it's great. Yeah. That game is something Nothing. else. I, I'm so mad that that game is getting shit on, like, commercially because of the Avengers. It's depressing. Oh, yeah. It's the Avengers' fault, completely. Yep. Uh, I mean, Square Enix's fault. Oh, no, it's Crystal Dynamics. Get fucked, Square Enix. No, this this is a, an absolutely fantastic game. I, I am thoroughly enjoying what I've done so far. Like, I, like... like after chapter two, where I was just making dialogue choices the entire chapter, and like what was being said was meaningful. It wasn't just like you know random dumb stuff. Wait, you didn't have to. Okay, so chapter two is on the prison ship. Yeah. Well, now I have to ask, what happened in that sequence? Uh, uh, there was a, a disaster. Okay, I, so I, that, that that did happen. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then I got paired up with a kid. Yeah, okay, so that is... Uh, All of it was mainly just me walking and talking. Yeah. I was going and searching for stuff, and she'd be like, there's nothing down there! They do that through the whole game. They constantly ridicule you for looking for secrets. Well, I found a few secrets, so... Hey, uh, make sure you always look, because there's like a two or three costumes per chapter. Costumes! Costumes! Goddamn costumes. You ain't gotta buy them, they're just in the game. Look at that. And some of them are really fucking rad. I like that they have the movie versions, but uh, I'm not going to use those. 
Yeah, there's some there's some really cool costumes in that game that you can that you can find. And that game is I... is is bulky. It took me 17 hours to finish that game. Wow. Okay. I'm I'm down for that. Like I I am I'm totally on board with this. This is like I'm glad I have this week to kind of relax cuz I'm going to spend most of my time doing it. Yeah, it's it's a fantastic game. I really really enjoyed it. Like I know you guys remember what I was telling you when I was playing it for review. Like I had it like two weeks early. I'm like, you are not going to believe how good this game is. Yeah, no, this game's legit, guys. Anybody out there who has not played this game, and... it's going on sale for like Black Friday for like thirty bucks. Yeah, Get it. yeah, for thirty bucks, it's a steal. It's so good. Yeah. Like this, like, yeah. this could be like if you told me that this was like a first party, like Sony Marvel game, like Spider Man, I would believe you. It's that good. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I'm enjoying that. Um, I, I played a little bit. I, have, I know I need to play more because I'm, I'm reviewing it. Uh, Death's Door. Uh, Death's Door's cool. That's a good game. Uh, yeah, it, it's really cool. Um, uh, it, it can get difficult. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, you you got to be really good with your timing and dodging and, and, and attacking and stuff like that. Uh, but uh, it's it's actually really cool. I need to play more of it uh, to have a, a better opinion of it. Um, but uh, it's it's actually really neat. There's there's a there's a cool little world in there. I think. Um, but uh, yeah, played that. Uh, working on Yakuza three. Uh, we're taking this week off for Thanksgiving. Um, but uh, Yakuza three is a rough game to play. But I think I prefer this story over all of them except Zeros. Like, this is the first one that that was like a PS3 title for. Yes. So it was like to me, like that's where the story could expand. Like they can't deviate too far from the original story of Yakuza One and Two, right? Yeah, no, nah, I mean, the, well, yeah, it's it's a continuation. It's like two years later. No, but I mean, like the, the, I feel like the writing. They they can't even in the new versions they can't stray too far away from what was PS2 level writing, without actively changing everything. Yeah, well, they, they, but they man they they have uh, like I had forgotten I'd played this game before, but I had forgotten the majority of it. But there's some stuff that goes down in Yakuza Three, and I'm just like, okay, I'm 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 down for this. And the and uh, you know it's obviously two years later, Kiryu and Majima have a history, but things have changed in Kamurocho while he was gone, because he's running an orphanage. Um, and the dynamic, anytime Majima and Kiryu are on screen with each other, it's magic. Those two characters make that game. And um, th there's some really good dynamics in there with Yakuza 3. So it's a really good story. I like it so far. Um, there's some crazy twists that happen in there. Um, and I'm probably going to finish that up probably at the end of this week, next week sometime. But, uh, yeah, did that. Uh, I'm going to get Pokemon, uh, Pokemon Pearl, but, um, I don't know when just yet. I, I, I'm debating on when I'm going to get it, obviously, but, uh, I do want to pick it up. Um... And I, I purchased Inscription. Uh, we're probably going to be doing that for Phoenix Down. Um, maybe after Death Stranding, or maybe after Yakuza 4, I'm not sure. But uh, 
yeah, I'm I'm excited to give that a shot. That's it, though. All right. Yeah. Well, I played two very exciting games this week. I think Anthony <clears throat> and I were joking about these games last week, but I played that Smurfs game. <laughs> I don't know if I was joking about it. I think I was more like, eh, it looks okay. So the Smurfs game is a 3D platformer with a little... I don't want to say Luigi's Mansion, but it's kind of got a little Luigi's Mansion. So the the concept of the game is that you get this like flower-powered backpack and you spray like the, the bad um, foliage and make it good again. And then you do like a little side quest for all the Smurfs. It's okay. All it's, right, then. Uh, I, this game, I discovered my son doesn't know what the Smurfs are. I'm not surprised. And I was Good like, for him. what? You don't know who the Smurfs He's like, are they aliens? I was like, no. They're Smurfs. They're Smurfs, man. They Smurf each other in Smurfish. <laughs> well, there's only one girl Smurf, right? Oh, they take turns. <laughs> God damn it. Why are you ruin childhoods with this shit? <laughs> They, they... Sm- <laughs> the game is fine. I wish it ran better on these. New I guess times. if it's a gangbang of Smurfs. Oh God damn Smurf, it! You Smurf. couldn't let it go, could you? No. <sighs> I want to go. Come on. Um, I, I wish it ran better on the new consoles, but it's still like capped out at thirty, and it just I don't know. Uh, the other one I played was the Marsupilami Hooba Venture. Which is just side scroll and collect a thon platformer and it's fine. It's actually I do love the design of that character. Yeah, I I this game plays really good and it actually runs really, really well. I think it, it is running at sixty and it feels really good. Um but it's just it's just a little straight left to right platformer with some, some you know, platforming puzzles and jumping on enemies and stuff. It's fine. Uh I played Pokemon, but we already talked a lot about Pokemon. Um, we can do another twenty minutes on it. I don't. I don't think I need another. Like we've at that point, we'll have talked about the game longer than I've played it. Okay, that's right. <laughs> I spent a big portion of my week uh, playing old games. So we'll talk about it in the news. But there was a lot of backwards compatible games that went up on Xbox this week. I played some Mortal Kombat Nine. I played some Fear. Um, I played a bunch of original Xbox. I played Time Splitters uh, 2 and Future Perfect. The best Time Splitters games? Yeah. Uh, it is weird to go back and play those because they're not like... They have that GoldenEye control, which yeah. feels weird now. They, I feel like Time Splitters has aged better in our minds than it has in reality. It absolutely has aged better in your mind than it has in reality. I'll tell you what has not aged better in my mind, and is still the fucking goat, is Ridge Racer 6. Never been a Ridge Racer... I'm gonna be honest with you, I've never played a Ridge Racer game. Oh, you are missing out. Ridge Racer is... Man, I... Like, playing 6 this week, I've literally played it for like 4 hours this week, and all it's done is make me pissed off that there hasn't been a proper Ridge Racer game for consoles since the PlayStation 3. And Ridge Racer... unbounded, right? No, 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 no. Ridge Racer 7 was the PlayStation 3 game. Unbounded is not a Ridge Racer game. Unbounded was made by Bugbear. 
Oh, okay. wow. Yeah, no, that's not... Yeah, no. He's so angry about it, everybody. <laughs> I mean, if you're a Ridge Racer fan, you do... Like, Unbounded as a game is fine. But as a Ridge Racer game? Nah, dog, that ain't it. Oh, yeah, it's uh, focusing on vehicular combat akin to Burnout. Yeah, that'd be a little bit of a different... Yeah, so... And and what's even more disappointing is, like, Ridge Racer 7 was literally just, like, a director's cut version of Ridge Racer 6. So it's, like, literally Ridge Racer 6 wow. was the last, like, new console game we got. Yes, they're the PSP games um, and the Vita games, and those are good, but... I love a proper console Ridge Racer, and there hasn't been one since PlayStation 3, and it makes me sad, especially after playing 6 so much this week. Uh, what else did I play in that back and pad stuff? I played a bunch of the old Star Wars games, because they're up. I mean, I just played a ton of old stuff. I, I, I installed... I played Fear, which got a 60 FPS Fear. patch on the Xbox, the first hmm. game. How does it look? It looks rough. <laughs> yeah, that's what yeah, I thought. Yeah, I'm sure it does. Fear 2, was to me, was the better game. Yeah. Oh, wow, that's some... I mean... Fear 2 is a better-looking game. Fear 2 is the... a scarier game, if you ask me. Mm, I don't know if I agree with that, but... I do. Yeah, no. Oh, man, there's that section where you're in the school. Hey, the school is fine, but the first Fear is, like, fucking... Tension the from time. the start from the start to the finish. From it's the also start. tense because the enemies are super good. Saying like yeah. following you and like the smoke leaves the oh man. It's hard to look at now the PC though. PC version runs like shit. Uh, well, this one runs at sixty frames a second, and uh, you know it feels good, but man, whew, you're going to have to deal with them Xbox 360 graphics. <laughs> Yeah, that don't that don't do an amazing job of um, emulating what the PC did. Yeah, and then there's fear fear files, which well, there's also fear as in F E three R. Yeah, three. Yeah, me and you played that together. Yeah, that game. It was... There's a documentary that I might have. To, I'm gonna have to look up right now, so I'm gonna cut in eventually. It was a fantastic look at why Fear 2 is Fear 2. Um, it's about an hour long, and it talks about how like Fear 2 was not supposed to be a fear game. And they bought out the company, and it was just like this really, really bizarre thing. God damn, I don't remember who it was from. It was weird because back, you know, in that time frame, Fear was such like a household name, and then it just died. Like, nobody's even talked about that game since it came out. This is such a weird thing. You know what, I I still, I still like Condemned over Fear. Hey, you can play the first Condemned uh, on, the, on the Series X, but you can't play the second one. Condemned 2 is... Really good, though. Eh... Except for the ending. The bear sequence still has me shit myself. Oh my um, god, that was so good. Oh god, oh god, it's coming through the fucking wall. Condemned was You're an like, interesting uh, game. Imagine I rest. That was a launch game for the 360, wasn't it? Or was it close yes, it to was. Fear? Yeah. Yes. Or not fear, um... Condemned. Uh, condemned. Condemned Criminal Origins. Yeah, that game is, uh... That game is of an era. 
and I miss that era. And I think that was a lot of this, uh, especially like with Ridge Racer Six and 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 like Cameo got a 60 frames per second patch, and like going back and playing that and just reliving that wonderful Xbox 360 time was nice. Um, I did run into some issues, so like get on your digital high horse. Uh, a couple of the games that I know I own did not show up in my library. A um, couple of Konami um, games like Time Pilot and um, oh, what was the other one, like Scramble. Like I know I own those games. I can go back to the old Xbox 360 Marketplace and download them, but they do not show up on my Xbox Series X. Uh, Quake Arena Arcade didn't show up on my Xbox Series X. Like, there's some weird licensing. I heard some people that had bought the Max Payne digital copy. It wasn't showing up for them. I didn't own that, uh, the third game, digitally, so I don't know if it would have worked for me. So, there's some interesting things. The Mortal Kombat uh, 9 was bugged to where if you had, like, the complete edition disc, it wasn't downloading the DLC, like Freddy Krueger and stuff. Uh, But they did fix that. I did test that. I was able to play as the DLC characters in that game. So... Okay, so I found the video uh, for Fear. It talks about Fear 2 in it, but it's about Fear 3. It's called Fear 3 Aftermath, a developer interview document uh, documentary from Dead Domain on YouTube. It's an hour and 22 minutes. Holy shit. And it is fascinating because they have a bunch of developers talk about like, how John uh, John Carpenter and I can't remember the other person that they had like that were involved, quote unquote, with uh, Fear Three's development and stuff, and just like how much did they actually uh, contribute? And it goes into detail about how uh, Monolith made Fear, mm-hmm. and Fear Two started as as something else. Um. And what ended up happening is Vivendi, like the Vivendi stuff when they were in and out of gaming, it caused problems where this this other project became Fear 2, so they had to change some stuff, but then Fear 3 was being made by Monolith, I think, again, and it was like, they had their own idea for Fear 2, so like, Fear 3 is Fear 2, but Fear 2 is... I totally different game it's been re- it's a fucking shit show so like if you've ever been like why is fear 2 and fear 3 so like weirdly disconnected for- it's it- middle management management was the reason why like it just sounds like a nightmare scenario for everyone um like fear 2 originally had like this idea of like going between the walls where there was this world between the walls of like just nightmare fuel monsters and stuff and I don't know. The whole thing is very fascinating, and like I, I was, I watched that whole hour and twenty-two minutes, just fascinated with everything that was being said. I remember when Fear Three came out of it being very much like them trying to make Fear bigger than it was, because Fear was kind of like a niche game. Like people on PC talked about it, about how good the AI was and the sound and the slow motion and like. And then Fear 3 was supposed to be like the first big budget one. It was published by WB, and I do remember the John Carpenter stuff now that you mention it. And just like having all these people involved with this game to make it more mainstream than it was. And then, wow, that game turned out kind of 
Eh. Yeah. I mean, it's it also kind of suffered the dead space <clears throat> thing, weirdly yeah. enough, where it's like they took a series and totally didn't know what to do with it. Yeah. That that was that was a Co-op? that was a that was kind of a norm <clears throat> during the 360 era of like these these kind of games that get word of mouth and people talking about them and they try to make them into this mainstream thing and it just never worked. Also, um, to bring that back up, you said uh, Dead Space Three. Um, that was also during the time of the uh, the. What was it called? The 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 co-op pass. Online pass. Online pass. Yeah, because I remember I couldn't figure out for the life of me how how to actually activate that, like to where me and Matt could play together. Oh and, yeah, because you had to have the pass to play online. Yeah, so it automatically downloads the pass. It was like a weird like it's, EA. You had to like log into their freaking servers every time you do anything, and I could not log into the EA servers because of I hadn't logged into them in so long that they had basically locked my account yeah, and didn't bother to tell me. So every time I tried to log into the EA servers on my PlayStation three, <laughs> it, it just wouldn't work. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's kind of the, the crux of these things is, is they're in their, their own time. And if you try to go back and revisit them now, it just it just doesn't work. It's it was such a weird such a weird thing. I remember they sold those passes for ten dollars and it was a way to get around used games. That was the whole point yeah. of it. Alright. Yep. Um to kind of wrap through these, I'm gonna go through these indie games and there's a couple interesting things here and a couple things that really bother me. So I played the Solitaire Conspiracy, which it it literally is a game of solitaire. It's where, solitaire. Um, but I had to turn that game off because it's it's made by Bithel, who has made some great games. But about ten minutes into it, uh, Greg Miller from Kind of Funny pops onto my screen and starts telling me about the 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 people in the game. Like like he's in the game, and I'm like, all right, I I seriously just don't. That shit turns me off. Is it is it actually like a video of him? Yeah, it's it's video of his face and he's talking like a full motion video. And he's like, like he's like acting for it, the It's like when um Jessica Chobot was Mass in Effect. Mass Effect. Yeah. Wow, thanks for taking me out of this whole fucking experience. Yeah, like seeing him pop up on the screen, I was just like, you know what? I, you don't <laughs> I just don't I don't I know y'all are friends. And y'all like do things it's together, weird. and it just it just bothers me. That's where me. people start to have those questions of like, what are the reviewers fucking attached to this? Yeah, I I mean I get the question. I'm sure that that's not the case, but it still just no, me neither. Turns uh, me off like big time. Um, I'm like, I don't. Uh. I'll say this. Um, I seem to be in defense of them quite a bit. Um, Sterling, when they show up in video games. I forget what name they're going by. I feel bad Stephanie. this time around. Sorry? Stephanie. Stephanie. Stephanie Sterling, um, when they show up in games, uh, they... It's always an act. Like, I don't know it's them right away. Because they were in... Um... Oh, my God. Uh... I, I don't know. I, I know they, 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 they were in an indie, indie game, and yeah. I knew it was them after the fact. 
Actually, they were in two games where I played, and they were really good. So it's like not, um, it's not that I have an issue with people showing up in video games. Don't play yourself. Don't look like yourself. Do a voice. You know what I mean? Like, if I can tell it's you, it's like, uh. Yeah, it is. I don't know. It just, it, like, literally as soon as he came up on the screen and started talking, I was like, is this, is this like an ad in the game? Are you, are you trying to sell me some manscaping or some me undies or something? I don't know what you're doing. Never mind. I don't Mansc- know Manscaping. That's, that's the good. big podcast thing now. Did you not know that? It's, I know. I, I, I've, <laughs> like, I've, I'm pretty sure I've said on this podcast, like, you don't need deodorant for your balls. You need to see a doctor. <laughs> like, you know. Manscaped makes the cringiest friggin' ads I've ever seen in my life. Dude, it's not. Here's the thing. It's not necessarily Manscaped. That's the problem. It's like people writing their own Manscaped. I, I'm not going to call anyone out, but there's, like, uh, I'm friends with Ian from the CU podcast. They do Manscaped ads. It's pretty straightforward stuff. And you just go, yep, that's an ad. And then there's some other ones where it's like, it's like three minutes long. And I'm like, oh my God. Some of those true crime stuff does them a lot. Yeah. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. this is I'm what su- we've devolved into. I'm surprised. 100%. I'm surprised that you hear them on true crime though, because generally the, um, audience is mostly female for true crime podcasts. Yeah. It seems huh. like a weird, seems like a weird target. I don't know. Um, the next game I play is called out of line. And it is a side-scrolling uh, puzzle platformer. It's kind of interesting art style. Feels almost like kind of a hand-drawn thing. The the hook in this game is you, you get this javelin that you can throw. And, like, you can call it back. And you use it to, like, stick in between gears so that the doors don't close. And you use it to throw onto walls so you can, like, platform up them. It was okay. Anthony, I, I, I messaged you about this game um, it's called Depotism 3K. Yes, I. Now I can't remember if this is. This is a game about where you're like an evil robot, and yeah, but there's two. There's two games in the series. So the the one that I played is you're an evil robot, and you're taking humans, and you're like, you can drop one of them in a wheel to to generate power. You can. Okay, so that's the one that I am. So I know that one, and then there's another one that I can never remember the name of that is also the same robot character. And it's... Give me a second here. Uh, Despot's Game. There you go. So, I... I, mm, So, like I was saying, you're a robot, you're putting these people in the different... So what threw me off about this game... So the first level, you can drop them in to run the power wheel. You can drop them in to make food for the people. You want to know what the third pod you can drop them in? I know you know, Anthony, but Drew, do you know what the third pod you can drop people in to do? The, I, I have no idea what we're even talking about here. So it's like a strategy game where you're taking people and you're putting them in machines to generate food and power. Okay. How do you think you would get more people? <laughs> Throw them into other people? They fucking. You drop so, so them. You... you drop them in this like fishbowl thing. You drop two people in there, and they literally just fuck. Like <laughs> it shows it. So they're like stick figures, and it's like a cartoon. Like they'll switch positions every like two seconds. What the fuck? What is this game? Dude, what is the name of it? Death 
Well, how do you say it, Anthony? Despotism 3K? Yeah. Despotism. 3K. And just, like, I wanted to record the animation because, like, it's literally, like, cartoon. Like, they're on top. They're from behind. She's on her knee. Like, that. that's happening, and it's moving fast, and it's just... Oh, my God. I about lost it. Oh, I'm seeing it now. Oh, what the f- <laughs> Right? And there's a heart. Yes. Up under it. Oh, okay. Just just how they move back and forth, like in the bubble. Oh my god, dude, that game is something. Oh my god. Right. <laughs> I just love. I just love hearing. I'm not watching this. I'm playing Pokemon, but, but just hearing Drew go, "Oh my god." That's so why I, I had to I'm, message I'm you. I'm literally seeing a GIF of what looks like. Two people doing oral sex. Yeah, that's what it is. And that happens oh in the game, God. and it's fucking crazy. What is this rated? Uh, I know, but it's on Switch. Well, of course it's on Switch. They got porn games yeah. on Switch. Yeah, that's true. Anyway, so that that threw me off big time while I was playing that. It was it was making me laugh. Like, I had to just turn the game off. I was laughing too hard. Um, I played Total Arcade Racing, and it's another one of those top-down arcade racing games, I'm like, dude, just go play Circuit Superstars, because that game's the fucking bomb. Uh, Smoots Golf. I-, I-, I like it okay, but you have to wait on everybody else to take a turn, and it, it really drags. I booted up Them Bombs, and it's literally one of those games where one person is, like, giving you the bomb instructions while the other person's doing the bomb defusal, and I'm just like, okay, well, I'm not going to play that. Uh, 200 Ways is basically like there's a ball, get it to this goal, and you can build stuff around it. It's kind of like a mousetrap kind of simulator. Uh, here was a weird one. It's called Clang 2, and it is a game where you're like this dude standing at the bottom, and there's like these musical notes coming at you, and you've got to attack them in the uh, rhythm of the music. And that sounds cool, but it's kind of generic. Uh, Space Moth Lunar Edition is a, is a vertical shooter. Uh, I don't recommend this one because there is so much shit on the screen that it's impossible to kind of dodge and shoot at the same time. Like, I literally was just, like, dying every, like, after 20 seconds of the first level. Constantly. Like, there's just so much stuff on the screen, it's ridiculous. Uh, Masto is Together is a... This week's, you know, here's 30 levels. Here's level 1, 1, 1, 2, 1, 3. Get to the end of the level. It's basically a jump puzzle. Think of it like a budget Meat Boy kind of game. And you get the idea. Uh, Blood Rain 1 and 2 revamped. Those games are still both very good. Um, You want to see a difference between the first game and a sequel that is like, like light year jumps. Look at Blood Rain 1 to Blood Rain 2. Like, the, the the leap in quality from the first game to the second game is, is amazing. It's, it almost feels like a different game. Oh, I'm saving that one for last. I think I'm there, though. I did play Undungeon. Um, Tiny Build's new... Um, it's like a top-down action RPG, except it has like dialogue choices, kind of like a Path of Exile kind of thing, where you can, you know, kind of dictate the story as you go along. All right, Anthony, I need you to look up a, a game for me real quick. 
Okay, give me a second. This is this is for a, my computer monitor. This is for a going fit. into. I'm logging into the mainframe. All right. The game is called Tamarin. T A M A R I N. I just want oh, you to look at a I, box. I know what this. Uh, yeah, I, I know what this is. Okay. I haven't looked it up. This is made by X Rare Devs. You play as a monkey. You fight ants that are literally the Jet Force Gemini ants. And okay, but I just it I, sucks. I just want you to look at the box art and tell me what kind of game you think it would be. E A M what? T A M A R I N. Tamarin. The box. Yeah, I know. He's a cute little fluffy monkey thing. Yeah. So I, I, but I know what it is. Animal. Yeah. So it but looks it's... like it looks like a platformer, right? Like a puzzle. Yeah, but it turns into a third-person shooter. Yeah, like liter- So this game, when I booted it up, I was like, "All right, we're gonna play this little cutesy platformer." Cool. The first level is your village where your family lived burned and they're all dead. Like Secret of the Nymph kind of thing. And then you get to the second level, and like Anthony said, the first thing you pick up is a fucking Uzi. Yeah, and you shoot giant ants that you are shoot... like straight out of Jet Force Gemini, and you literally do all the Jet Force Gemini things, but it lacks any, any good parts from Jet Force Gemini. It's yeah. like, oh, this is what people think Jet Force Gemini is. Not good. This game is not great, but... It the... also looks... It also looks like um, every Unreal Engine upgrade of like a game where people are like, look, this is what it would look like if Zelda was in the Unreal Engine. You're like, yeah, it looks ugly as shit. Yeah, this this game, I know, like I booted it up. I was like, oh, well, a little depressing intro. I was like, oh, let's do some puzzle platforming. And then all of a sudden it was like, bam, here's an Uzi. Let's shoot these motherfuckers. I was like, well, I was not expecting that. Uh, and then the last thing I did was I checked out the King of Fighters 15. They call it a beta, but that's just a demo. And it's real good, and I can't wait for that game. I only needed to play two matches, and I was like, alright, I'm in. Let's play some KOF 15 come February. I do love me some KOF. Uh, but that's it for me. I think I'm going to play Pokemon this week while I'm on vacation. That sounds like fun. Look at you getting back into Pokemon. I am playing another game I can't tell you about. If you want to know about it after the show, I'll tell you. But it's it's really fucking good, and I can't wait to talk about it. And no, it's not Halo. Sorry. Um, Is it a big game like Halo? Dude, I don't think you would know this game if I told you what it was. And what's funny is oh. I've seen it at several shows. And every time I was just kind of like, oh, that looks okay. But then I started playing it, and I was like, holy shit, this is amazing. So Okay, cool. Uh, so let's talk about what's coming out this week. It's Thanksgiving, so it's a light week. Uh, we'll go through Series X and PS5 first. There's literally just a couple games. We got Farming Simulator 22, Cricket 22, and Little Bug. Little Bug. Uh, then on PlayStation 5, we've got uh, the same stuff, plus 3D Billiards Pool and Snooker Remastered, 3D Mini Golf, Death's Door, Panda Hero Remastered, Summer Sports Games 4K Edition, and Winter Sports Games. 4K edition. Xbox One and PS4, about the same stuff. We also got Asterix and Obelix, Slap Them All, and Deer Simulator, your average everyday deer game. Uh, PS4, anything different? We've got My Universe Puppies and Kittens. That's out this week. As is Windlands 2, whatever that is. 
So not a lot coming out on most of the consoles, but then we get to the Switch, and of course there's plenty of games to play on the Switch this week. We've got Dying Light Platinum Edition, Limited Edition, Death's Door, Let's Sing 2022, My Universe Interior Designer, and My Universe Puppies and Kittens. We've got Drizzle Path, Deja Vu, Poker Club, Number One Sudokus, Doctor Who Edge of Reality, Dodon Ponchi Resurrection, Puzzle Frenzy, uh, RoboShark Rampage, Shiro, Cabin Fever, Date Night Bowling, Night Lights, and Real Boxing 2, and then finally on Friday we got Farm Quest. So as you can see, no big publisher is putting out their big, big game this week for good reason. Because, you know, it's Thanksgiving. Oh, all right. I'll kick over to the news. News, 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 news you can use. Uh, speaking of Yakuza earlier, Ryu Gagotaku Studio is developing a new game not in the Yakuza franchise. Okay. They're also working on this follow-up to Like a Dragon, uh, which will take place several years after the events with Ichiban. But he's still in it, I think. I wonder what this new game's going to be. I don't know, but I'll check it out because those guys make some cool games. They do. I'm... Can I hope for a binary domain too? You can play binary domain now on the Xbox Series X. I know, and I really want to go back and play that game because that game was amazing. I did boot it up, and it has the frame rate boost, so it now runs at 60 frames a second. Mm. And I had also forgotten that you can tell people what to do in that game. <laughs> yeah, with your with your voice. Yeah, and like I had to tell it, like, I'll have a headset hooked up, so just... I'll just press the D-pad and tell you what to do, Big Bo. Big Bo. Big Bo. Gosh, yeah. that game. I remember us talking about it on Phoenix Down. Like, that game. That game's amazing, dude. That game made me question shit. <laughs> I really like that game. If you've never played Binary Domain, motherfucker, go back and play that game. I have yeah. it on PC and I still haven't played it. Oh, my God, I'll Anthony. add that to the list of fucking shit. Dude, that game is so good. When you meet the robot. Fucking crazy the, robot. The French, the French robot. The French robot, dude. Yep. Oh, that game's so good. Every character in that game is awesome. Yep. It's so good, and it's made by the Yakuza people, of yeah. all people. That game is oof, so good. Uh, Pragmata. Remember that game? No. That's the Capcom game with the little girl and the dude, the space suit. Everybody thought it was a Kojima game. Showed at the Game Awards last oh, year. Oh, yeah, yeah. Third person yeah. in, like, New York City or whatever. Yeah. It's yeah. been delayed to 2023. No, no, really? Yeah. I didn't believe that. Yeah. Bandai Namco announced the Pac-Man Museum coming in 2022 will contain 14 games. I didn't even know there were 14 Pac-Man games. Crazy. Just give me Pac-Man World games again. Those are not in this collection. I know they aren't. Great if we could also get the uh, pack and roll game. Nah. Not on the fucking DS or Wii. Nah, he's gonna get Pac Man, Miss Pac Man. What else was Same there? shit we've gotten a million times, yeah. Yeah, like they're laying all Pac Man two fifty six. Whatever. Um 
another delay. Saints Row has been delayed uh, into summer. Shouldn't be shocking, but hey. The D- the GTA trilogy was dumpster fire, but uh, Rockstar has apologized, put out a put out a uh, like statement, basically saying patches are incoming. Which, by the way, all three of those games got patched last night. I haven't had a chance to boot them back up, but they did get patched last night, like big five to six gig patches. Uh, they've also relisted the PC versions, uh, and if you bought the definitive trilogy, they're going to give those to you for free. Uh, oh, it's like they shouldn't have fucking done that in the fucking first place. Hey, you're not wrong. Like, it just... I'm glad this business decision, like, fucked you over. Like, you made your bed, now fucking sleep in it, you pieces of shit. Also, do not harass the developers on Twitter, even if they are assholes. Don't ever do that. Yeah, I don't I don't have to. I can just sit, sit and be like, yeah, it's a shit product, don't buy it. And that'll be enough... To fucking hopefully not allow them to do the shit that they did with just an AI upscale again. Uh, Earthworm Jim TV series is currently in development. Why? <laughs> I can I just say I loved the I loved the account where like what does Earthworm Jim think about trans rights? Earthworm Jim and then the account responded with Earthworm Jim thinks that trans rights are human rights. Okay. And they're like, so you're not attached to the original creator? And he's like, not involved at all. <laughs> oh, oh, oh hey, there you go. Uh, it's just a good fuck you to uh, Doug to Napple. Uh, WB officially revealed Multiverses, which is the Smash Brothers type fighter with Batman and Superman and Shaggy and Tom and Jerry and, you know. Fever Dream? Yeah. Are you Stark? <laughs> I mean, it's free to play, so I'll try it, but I'm sure it'll be fine, right? Does Shaggy get his, like, ultimate power that all the memes said he had? He better. I think they leaned into it if I saw, like, the the video of it. Like, they showed quite a bit of the game, and it looks okay. Yeah. I mean, doesn't he, like, power up with, like, Scooby Snacks, and, like, there's one outfit where he has, like, his shirt off and shit? I don't know. I'm pretty sure they leaned into it in the intro to one of the Mortal Kombat movies. Yeah, yeah, he's in there. He opens up the thing and he's glowing with his eyes glowing and he reaches through. I'm not done with you yet or whatever. And he pulls the person through the WB logo. Yeah, yeah, that's in the the Mortal Kombat Battle of the Realms. God, they need to... I really hope fucking Warner Brothers and um, uh, NetherRealm don't split because I really would like Shaggy. Well, that's... (laughs) That's Mortal Kombat. That's one of the things I wanted to note here is that there are no Mortal Kombat characters in that debut, which makes me wonder: have they already like been sold, or they're like, is a deal going on, or because NetherRealm has been super quiet? Yeah, and they should have announced their new game by now. Yeah, because Mortal Kombat's done. But, uh, Mortal Kombat Eleven, they can't. Yeah, Mortal Kombat Eleven got like support longer than any of the other ones and that support's been over for almost a year now. And everybody's assuming their next project was Injustice, which would have been announced by now and in fact probably would have been out in like May of next year. But they haven't said anything. 
So what's going? If they don't announce a new NetherRealm game at the Game Awards next week or next month, I have a feeling that NetherRealm has been sold to somebody. So I don't know. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, tons of new backwards compatible games were dropped on the 20th anniversary Xbox. I'm glad to see that we were pretty good on predicting what was going to happen at this thing last week's episode. So we predicted back compat games. We we well, listed... There's a lot of those. Unfortunately, yeah. the last round of them, but... Yeah, that's the other part of this, is this will be the last batch of back compat games. Um, but they did drop 76 of them. <laughs> it's just a lot of game. I, I the only thing where they I kind of want to call bullshit on this. Like this is as far as we can go, and I'm like, I understand that with third party stuff, but like, and I realize like it, it sounds kind of stupid, but like, no blinks. Two, the first one's on there, but the second one's not. It's got to be a licensing thing. They own the rights. But there has to be something in that game or that developer that was licensed funky that they just can't get it. I, I don't know what it is. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, I, that's how I have to understand all of this stuff works because, like, why is Mech Assault not on there? Mech Assault 2, and, and that could be the, you know... Oh, yeah, I never thought about those, yeah. Yeah, like, what about Sudeki? Remember that game? Why is that not in there? Yeah. I know why Cocto Chojin's not. That game was nah, taken off the bad. market. Well, it was bad, but it was also taken off the market. You couldn't even buy it. Yeah, because that same sample was used in that as Ocarina of Time and one of the Cruisin' World, uh, Cruisin World, I think, on N64. Yeah. I remember I was working at uh, uh, EB Games at the time. We had to take those copies and throw them in the dumpster of Cocto yep. Chojin. Destroy on site. Um, I will just say one of those did not make it into the dumpster. Yep, the headphones I'm using right now are also a product that were supposed to be destroyed on site. <laughs> and I totally can tell you right now, two pairs didn't make it into the <laughs> Also, what about the launch lineup of the original Xbox? We have Bloodwake. Remember Bloodwake? Azeric, Rise of Parathia. Remember that? Oh, Fucking... yeah. I... Oh, my favorite game. Yeah. Whew. The, the grown-up Smurfs. Yeah, like I, it's just got to be like somebody owns the rights to the developer or something, and it just—I bought the exclusive rights when you didn't fucking. All right, you keep Kudo Chojin. Uh, and they also just you know fucking said fuck it. Here's here's a Halo multiplayer. Anybody play that? By the way, we didn't even talk about. No, no I didn't play. I'm it. just gonna wait. I'm just gonna wait till the whole game is out. I played it. Halo? It's fucking good. It's Halo. <laughs> it's fucking good, Halo. Um, big Team Battle, man. Whew. That took me back. I was I was jumping off of ramps and capturing flags and returning them in, in Warthogs. And, man, I do not like the, 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 the Battle Pass shit, though. That ain't for me. I don't I don't like that. Stuff. What exactly is that? So that's like you level it up by doing challenges in the game, and it's like you you have to buy it, and then if you buy it and you level it up, you get like cosmetics and shit. I don't know. They got Halo bucks in there. There's like a big store. 
come buy your Halo books. I, don't, I mean, they had a store in 5 as well. I know, and I hate that shit. I don't like well, any of that shit. Are you buying cards to use in a specific no, mode? No, thank then God. I'm, it's already better than fucking Halo 5s. And that's the thing, is like, the minute-to-minute Halo gameplay in this is really fucking good. Like, oh, it feels oh, amazing. All I wanted was the fucking cosmetics for Halo 5 multiplayer. I didn't play that mode, and it was like, yeah, but the cosmetics are only available if you buy packs of cards. And I'm like, I don't... Yeah. There's nothing less in this world I want to do than buy packs of cards. I don't want to... Uh... There's literally like a billion ways to customize your Spartan. And I'm like, these are cool, but I'm not buying Halo bucks... To, to, you know, put a little tchotchke on the end of my battle rifle. I'm just, I'm yeah. not. Like, and and my, my teabag celebration animation or whatever the fuck is in there. I just, <laughs> you know. Dude, the, Matt, uh, nothing, nothing screams effective warrior like, um, like Master Chief flossing. Yeah, <laughs> I just, I've, I don't know. Like, that shit just... Like, when I went in the store and I was looking at it, I was like, oh, look, they have their own currency. Great. Love when that happens. And then, like, you have to press a button to see what the conversion is. And, like, the top choice is, like, eighty nine ninety nine. I was like, nope. Hit the B button. Yeah, that's, like, the, the best deal. You know, they are the best deal shit. Yeah, but Jesus. Uh, fucking Halo Bucks. Drew, the galaxy needs to be saved by Master Chief, and he needs your money. Alright, do you want the final news story that I have? Uh, Absolutely not. I say we just hold off and not say it. Good news or bad? No, I got two. So do you oh, want okay. the good one or the bad one? Uh, fuck it. Give me the bad one. Drew? You want to talk about Give Bobby me. Kotick? <laughs> oh. What do you think I well, was going to talk about? I don't fucking remember what's happened. You imply that I remember what happened this week, but Pokemon came out in my brain when I'm 12 again. So... Let's let's just so there was a Wall Street Journal article that came out that basically said that he knew like they proved that he knew all of this stuff was going on. Um there was one quote from his assistant about how he said that he would have her killed. If she said anything. Yeah. But don't worry everybody, he apologized. Also, he's the one that wrote that really shitty email that supposedly came from the former Bush person. Not they, surprised. They got criticized. That he also criticized the email saying it was tone deaf? Well, well, you wrote it, Bobby. Well, I, Bobby Kotick, uh, I, maybe I've said this before, I'm pretty sure if like I needed to draw Satan, I would just draw Bobby, Bobby Kotick. Because like, he's, he's an evil piece of shit businessman. Yes. Th- that's the end of the conversation. Like... This is none. None of this was surprising. The only thing that was surprising was that the board stuck by him. Well, that kind of um, evolved later in the week when Jim Ryan first criticized him. Yes. Get, here's here's a thing that I'll say. Uh, good. I'm glad Jim Ryan and and Sony stepped out and said, "Yeah, we're kind of like rethinking our partnership with Activision." Well, no, no, they didn't contact them and they told didn't them say this that. is shit. They didn't Sorry, say you're right. They said, we reached out to them and were unimpressed with their response. Then Phil Spencer came out and said, we are reevaluating. That's right. Yeah. I got that confused. Yeah, Phil Spencer said, we're reevaluating our relationship with Activision. And, um, yeah. 
And he sits on the board of Coca-Cola and other fucking places because he's the prime example of how capitalism is evil. Uh, yeah, I don't like Bobby Kotick. I'm, clearly, that's a known thing now that I've said that he's literally Satan. Um, but I it's start... just like every, every shitty businessman trope applies to him. Yes, from like the private and... jet bullshit, the harassing women. The... Yep. And, it, well, I mean, the harassing women wasn't on the table until recently. But you, you kind of no, knew it. Like, you kind of knew that was probably happening. I could assume. I did not have proof. Yeah, now that's I what do I'm it saying. and I can go, oh, okay. Yeah, it doesn't shock me any bad thing you tell me about Bobby Kotick. I, I didn't ha- I did the reason why I didn't jump to that was just because like, ah, he's a piece of shit. I don't have to jump to that conclusion he's a piece of shit already. And now it's just like, oh no, he's the piece of shit. So my, I think my question in all of this is, do you think he stays or goes? Because let's just let's just say for a minute that Sony and Microsoft decide like, hey, we're not selling your games anymore until you get rid of this piece of shit. Like, I think the shareholders will probably end up making that happen. Yeah, it's the shareholders' decision, and right now they're back. Like, I'm pretty sure they're kind of backing. The majority Kotick. is. There is a minority. Oh, I, there's yeah. always a minority. It's like point zero six percent of the shareholders want him gone, and I'm just like, yeah, that ain't that ain't gonna be enough. <laughs> but when Phil Spencer and Jim Ryan come out and say, "This is fucked up," you fucked up. That's kind of a big deal because they hold a little bit more weight than yeah. some people. Well, I mean, that's where the prime uh, the prime demographic of where their sales are. Yes. Right? Xbox and PlayStation probably make up a, a very large chunk of, let's just be honest, Activision's biggest game, Call of Duty. Well, but, I mean, at this point, basically their only game. Well, you got to take the I, Blizzard I, stuff into account as well. You, yes, but I mean, at this point in time, it is their only game. What's Blizzard putting in? That's well, right. well, you want to you want to tail into that to the rumor that I read this week that the Game Awards supposedly has an announcement of World of Warcraft coming to console. Oh, I don't believe that. You want you want to you want to you want to talk about a tone deaf announcement if Jeff Keighley actually puts that out on his show? I I I complimented Jeff Keighley for not wanting NFTs. I if he has anything Activision or Blizzard at the Game Awards, and Bobby Kotick is still head of Activision or Blizzard. That, that no, Jeff. Yeah, I don't. No. Sorry, I I I just can't see it because I don't think he's that type of guy. Is that game so? Let, that kind of tailspins into my next story, which is the positive one. You know, we got the Game Awards nominees. Are there any Activision Blizzard games nominated? I think so. What? Huh? Call of Duty's not. So what else is there? No, I said I don't think there is. Okay, I thought you said there were. I was like, well, what is it? Yeah, I'm scrolling through the list. I don't see any Activision. Blizzard. What do they put out? That again, this is my point. Like, it's not. That, that's the reason why I can't be like I'm. I'm not buying anything from that. I don't buy anything from them. Well, would there be? Is there a remaster category? Would have Diablo been in that? I don't know. But Diablo wouldn't win. I've heard too many complaints about that Diablo with the server stuff, so I, that Diablo's not coming close to winning. Okay, I was just curious. I didn't. I didn't know. I was just curious. Um, so yeah, I don't feel like I need to spend more time talking about Bobby Kotick. Get that fucker out. He got to go. Um, 
Grab some holy water and he'll fucking melt into the ground. He might. You don't know. Yeah, fucking trash. Worst part of Moneyball, everybody. Oh, yeah, he was in a movie. I forgot about that. Yeah, he's in a movie. Uh, Keeley announced the nominees for the Keeley Awards, and of course that sparked conversation on the internet. I'm not going to go through all these. There's a lot of categories. It's cool to see Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, Call of Duty is in a category. Oh, is it? Call of Duty Warzone is in best ongoing game. It fucking shouldn't win. I don't hear anybody talk about it other than Call of Duty fans. Uh, so I'm like looking through like these nominees. There's a lot of categories. Most of these will be one-off announcements during a fucking Manscaped commercial. So, you know. Um, I did. <laughs> I was happy to see Psychonauts too. Yeah, I'll I'll in go through the spots. game of the year. I'll go through the game okay, of the year in right. a minute. Um, Drew, I think you replied to me, or I, I replied to you about this. Like when they showed the content creator of the year, the only thing I could say was who. Who are these people? I have never heard of one of these people. I haven't either. Uh, um, can you? Yes, are I will you read them. A list? I will read them for you, Anthony. We have Dream. I know who Dream is. Unfortunately, Fusli, F U S L I E. No idea. Uh, Gauls, G A U L E S. Nope. Uh, Ebay, I B A I. Nope. And the Griffig. Nope. All right. <laughs> Yeah, I only know who Dream is because, like, fans of his fucking make him trend on Twitter all the time. Dude, I've never seen any of these names. Neither. Yeah, no, I don't know any other ones. I've never even seen Dream. I don't know who Dream is. Dream is, Dream is like, a faceless person that plays Minecraft or some shit. I'm not trying to, like, it's just... Do they have a voice? Yeah, yeah. Like, Corpse Husband... Uh, you know, you don't see who it is, you just hear their voice, and they're super popular, and they, who? I believe Dream was accused of cheating in Minecraft, they had a speedrun, and, uh, oh, I forgot that I had a mod on. Mm-hmm, sure you did. I'm gonna be fair, I don't know most content creators, I hate that word, by the way, I'm an old man, and I don't I, like that word. I don't like... I took a shit yesterday. Is... That was content. Did I create it? Well, I mean, you're taking a shit now. This podcast. Um, <laughs> uh, I've been taking six hundred and seventy-seven shits, Anthony. <laughs> Saves that for Sunday, everybody. <laughs> uh, so, what's games of the year? Uh, give me, give me one second. The, the, the I just want to say, like, I, I watch people on on YouTube and stuff that does video game content, but. F- for the most part, I like watching things where there's um, research involved or, um, you know, it's a breakdown, like a, an in-depth critique. Like, there's a lot of work. For the most part, I don't like watching people stream. Unless they're, like, um, somebody that really knows the game, like a, a speedrunner. You know, that's where I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm into that. But, um... It's just, it's not interesting for me to watch someone play another video game unless I literally just don't know what it is and I'm using them as like a let me see what this game is before I buy it. That's it. How is how is AVGN never even been nominated? Uh, he's the OG. He's not the most. He's not the most uh, public friendly. <laughs> Take a diarrhea shit down your neck. Yeah. 
This also, game is a fuckload of ass. Didn't yeah. he get under some flack recently? Oh, uh, just being associated with Mike, I think. Yeah, I'm. Mike is not. Mike is not. Um, he's not he's there not anymore. Seven anymore. Yeah, no. it's it's Screenwave now with that uh, Justin and Kieran. I think is his name. I think those are the guys he does the podcast with. I still like his shit. His his episodes are good. I like it. He's about to do his 200th episode, by the way. Yeah, I, I still watch AVGN. Um, I mean, occasionally I will pop in and listen to some clips of, like, Game Grumps. And I don't really give a crap what they're playing. Most of the time it's just them talking and they kind of are funny. Yeah, they're they're good. They're good, like, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The Conversationalists. Oh, what is the... the... <sighs> Why is my brain not functioning today? Like, uh, whose line is it anyway? Improv. Improv. Yeah, they're really good at improv. Yeah. Yeah, they're funny. Um, I like, um, I can give you kind of a short list. I like uh, Mini-Me, with two M's on the me part. Um, Australian guy, he covers a lot of weird stuff. Uh, Ross's Game Dungeon is fantastic. Uh, Mandalore Gaming does a lot of, like... um, they call them immersive sims, but I wouldn't call them that. He does a lot of Warhammer uh, coverage. He does a lot of uh, more, like, technical games. Um, I like Nitro Rad. He does a lot of platformers. Um, who else? I, I, and, and most of them are pretty funny, too. Like, um, Nitro Rad has some pretty good jokes. Uh, Ross's Game Dungeon is fascinating um like uh, gaming historian gaming historian well gaming historian's just top tier like documentaries yeah that dude is creme de la creme right there man like seriously like gaming historian if you haven't watched a gaming historian video you need to do that this dude does months of research on something before he makes a video his stuff is perfect like he, he does a great job so Ross's game dungeon is not dissimilar. He has saved games from like obscurity, like to the point where he's like, he played a game called Bip Bop Two, which is just like a breakout clone, but you could not find Bip Bop One and Bip Bop Three online. And like, if you watch the video on Bip Bop Two, he ends up contacting the creator who sent him a floppy disk that he had to have sent to his dad's because his dad's not a floppy disk reader. They weren't sure if they were going to get the data off of it, and they got the data off, and they got the permission to upload Bipbop 1 and Bipbop 2 online uh, for free as abandonware. <laughs> did he, did he, and it's when like he, this crazy story. When he transferred the data, did he go bippity-boppity-boo? No. Damn it. No, he did not. Missed um, opportunity. Generation 16 is another one that's like game by game research on every Genesis title going like chronologically. Uh, game Hut is from the guy who started Traveler's Tales. He's the most fascinating programmer I've ever heard talk. Like, it's just like crazy how he pulled the stuff off. Um, and then most of the other stuff is like just kind of like the occasional um like video that I watch. Um by the I, way, I, Drew the, go ahead. Go ahead. Say you need to watch Mandalore's gaming Mandalore Gaming's like 
more recent video, the guy from uh, JCS Criminology appears on it. Oh, good. <laughs> it was funny because he's like, it's it's this game called Anonymous Agony. It's terrible. But uh, he did a coverage of it, and the guy just comes in to do the breakdown of, like, the main character, like, how he's insane. <laughs> but instead, at the Game Awards, we will get graphic. 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 God God bless, I guess. You know. I don't know. I don't, know I don't know him, but I'm not going to criticize him because I don't know him. I'm sure I will see clips when I watch the Game Awards because, you know, I'll be watching it for the reveals. Yeah. So, I'm When's sure that happening? Uh, December 9th, like the day after Halo comes out, I think. Okay. So, Game of the Year. The nominees are, there are six of them. We've got Deathloop. It Takes Two. Uh, can I just say, I I don't think Deathloop is going to win. I think it will. But you anyway. Think will win? I think so. Okay. Um, are we doing that? Are we picking who we think? Let's win? let's let's go through and see if we, we through, think there's a possibility. All right, so, so we got Deathloop. Death I think it's a no. Uh, Not that it's a bad game at all, but I just don't think I don't think it's going to win. Well, let's get through them first, and then we can give reasons why. Okay. So Deathloop, it takes two. Metroid Dread, Psychonauts two, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, and Resident Evil Village. I have only played three hours of Resident Evil Village. The rest of them I have not played. Oh my! Yeah, I no. haven't played much, much less than that. So, um, uh, so Deathloop is the first one. I don't think it's going to win. Not because I think it's a bad game, but I feel like all of their, like that studio's games, are just not, uh, not for the masses. Um. It takes two is a very good game. I I think it's worth being in the conversation. I just don't think it's going to win. Uh, although it's kind of funny because like if you and the person you play with both vote, there's two votes built in. <laughs> um, what was the next one? Metroid. Unfortunately, I think Metroid Dread could win just because the fans are fucking insane. Well, like, you know this is not. This is not. Is you do know this really is not fan voting, like, right? Sorry. You know this is not fan voting, right? Yeah, but like, I do think that there's some people that would vote for it, and I, I, I don't think that game is as good as people say it is. It's good. It's just not the masterpiece that everyone seems to fucking think or say. Um, what was the next one? Psychonauts. I mean, that's that would be my choice out of this list. Uh, and then it's Ratchet. I don't hear people talk about that game. I've I mean, never heard a single person besides you talk about it. Takes two. So Ratchet is a game that, like, every time one of those games comes out, everybody rants and raves about it for all of thirty days. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not saying it's a bad game, because it was incredible. Loved it. But people just forget about that game. Yeah. Dude, I forgot about Resident Evil Village coming out this year. Oh, 2021's been a long year, Drew. <laughs> I know. It's I mean, been I, I, I have Resident Evil Village sitting on my hard drive. I've put, like, I, I made it to, 
I killed one of the sisters or whatever. Oh yeah, you haven't even just, touched that game. I, I barely even touched that game. I, I need to play it, but I'm playing Guardians of the Galaxy now, which <laughs> should be on that list if we're being honest. And I've only I've only put probably four hours in that game. Um, but did Guardians? Yeah, get, they have that weird like. So we can point. we can have that conversation. I think the cutoff is like November 10th of when a game can come out. Um, and then like their submissions were like November 4th. And I know the big conversation around this is why is Forza not on here? Because Forza is the highest rated game of the year. True. And well, I no think, thanks to you, Ken. I th- Yeah, my bad. It should have been yeah. higher, but you know, <laughs> I gave it an 8 out of 10. Sorry. Um, I think Forza's was just literally timing. Like, the people that nominate the games of the year, that game was not technically out when they started, and they didn't kind of go back, and... I'm going to be honest with you, my pick is Psychonauts 2, so I'm the same with Anthony if I was picking one of these games as game of the year. I think Deathloop wins, because the people who are on the panel that vote for the winner have not been able to take their, their lips off of that game's penis. Like, they talk about it yeah. like it's the best thing that's come out in years. And I, I don't agree, yeah. it's not my jam, but I think that's what... I'm, I'm, I'm like the betting man. I'm looking at the odds of the people who are on the, the panel. quiet man. Well, you know, it's a quiet man. Don't remind me of that piece of shit. <laughs> but I promise you, I promise you that It Takes Two, Ratchet and Clank, and Resident Evil Village right. are automatically out. Lose, yeah. Yeah, those those yeah. are not going to win. It's 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 disappointing to know. It really is disappointing that like it take it takes two isn't going to be my game of the year. It's 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 right as of right now it's in my list. Yeah, it's a hundred percent near my list. the top. Right, it's like out of ten. I, I haven't done the math. I haven't figured it out exactly, but it's like it's closer to the ten than it is to one. Um, it's a very good game for a crowd of people. I know, I know, I know, I know people. You don't want to hear me talk about fucking a way out, but I have to because this game is made by them. And for a group of people that told me that that was an amazing game to have, it takes two not get nearly the same amount of coverage irritates me. Here's a studio that did everything right. They made a better game. They made a better story. And I have faults with the story. But, like, it's it's such a better experience than A Way Out, which I thought was horribly boring, unoriginal, and, like, just the fucking campiest of camp endings that people were thinking that was mind-blowing. Spoilers. I don't give a shit anymore. Spoilers for It Takes Two. I... Spoilers. Don't spoil Spoilers. it. Too. Yeah, Don't. Drew hasn't played it. Oh, fucking Drew. God damn it. Dude, well, he's got to find somebody I'll to play it probably with. probably will play it, but the thing is, it's not about me. It's about the listeners. If that yeah, game I've, is still this worn. year. That game is still this year, so... it. Oh, sorry, not It Takes Two. Sorry, I'm confusing. I'm spoilers for a way out. Well, That's what I meant to say. Spoilers for a way out. Spears old at this point. I'm yes. okay with that. Spoilers yeah. for a way out. It ends with both players fighting each other. Double dragons. And people lost their fucking shit collectively on this being a big new thing. Except that if you've played Double Dragon, 
that's the end. And Double Dragon's a better Castle fucking Cra- game. Castle Crashers, you did it at the end of every stage. Uh, yeah, a little bit less, a little bit more expected than Castle Crashers, but oh, sure. but like it's it's also the ending of uh, Streets of Rage One, where if you choose to go against Mister X and your teammate goes, "I want to team up with Mister X," you fight to the death. Like, this is not a new concept, and people were like, oh, man, A Way Out is so good. And I'm like, no, It Takes Two is a way better game, and it just was not covered the same. Like, I didn't have people going, oh, you're crazy for liking It Takes Two, but I had people saying I was crazy for going, this isn't a great game. Like, A Way Out is not great. And people were like, no, it's way better than the 7, I think, or 6.5 that I gave it. No, that's about right. It's exactly about right. That game has like a bunch of fucking shit you can interact with that does nothing. It takes There's a bunch two, of seats you can sit down. It takes two is like fucking Nintendo levels of platforming. It's so fucking good. It, it made me go. I really wish there was just a full like collectathon with these controls because movement in that game is so fluid and and precise and like swimming is probably the best swimming controls in a 3d platformer ever and like all the little mini games you get to play with friends were neat and like it was a really fun experience and And like the fact that like that just never made the same hit as a way out the fucking street fighter scene is still one of my favorites uh sorry the street fighter scene and it takes two oh god yeah (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah uh, that game so is dumb. so good that game is so good I mean I'll be honest with you you two people are the only two people I know that have actually played that game dude if you played it you would you would be talking about it to its own game pass I know it is I, like, I don't like, it takes two people to play it correct that it does yeah I will never find somebody <laughs> to play that <laughs> that's, game that's kind of the name of the game <laughs> It takes I, two. Like, I like that was my... Brothers. You remember Brothers? Yeah. Yep. I didn't mind that. This and okay. I, loved, I loved how it ended. That I game mean, it ended de- sad, but... That game depressed the piss out of me. That's the a better... Way, the way you learned how to play that game with two people, and at the end of it, you only have one, but now the one is playing like the other character, I was like, okay, that's really intelligent. It's also fucking super sad. <laughs> it is. It is. Uh, so, so what's your pick, Anthony? I mean, it's, it's like, like, if I'm picking out of that list, it's Psychonauts 2. Um, a game that, speaking of, like, sad and stuff, that game made me cry. That game is really um, good. You know, uh, I can't, sorry, yeah, Psychonauts 2. And it wasn't even the, the, um, main story overall, which is pretty... I want. To say, I don't. When I say messed up, I don't want to say like messed up in like a like deranged sort of way. I mean like messed up as like morally like you go, yeah. And like the characters are like, yeah. There's a reason why this is that way, and it, it it's everything you want out of like um a good Pixar movie, and I say Pixar specifically because I feel like Disney falls into its own trappings, but, like, there's a reason why I think 
Up stands out or Wally stands out amongst Pixar's other movies is that they are there is some genuine message to them um, that isn't just feeling based, and I think that's what Psychonauts two achieves. Plus, it visually it looks like you know a, 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 an animated movie. Um, but then you go to the, even the platforming elements, and like I felt like that worked perfectly. Um, you know, but down to the music, like the the voice acting is spectacular. Down to the music. Um, if you're going to ask me, like, what had a better or more interesting level design, like, Psychonauts 1 did some really interesting stuff, but I think it, I think those, those moves put that game into a bad spot. Like, I love in Psychonauts 1 the theater level where you're having the bugs, the bug people, like, reenact, like, every time you do the line changes and stuff, they act as a scene out. But by the time, like, well, you're trying to get all the little um, icons or whatever floating around, like, by the time you've seen the same scene multiple times, you're just like, I fucking just wish I could skip this. Um, and that wasn't an issue with Psychonauts 2. Um, you know, and, uh, man, it just, like, everything is so perfect. It, it's, it's, I think it's, it's Double Fine's best game. Yeah, Absolutely. What about you, Drew? What's your what's your pick? What do you think will win? Deathloop. Yeah, I feel you. I didn't like that game. Like, I think it's interesting, but it's I don't like the time loop games. I don't. They're just I, I, I will never play that game because while Arcane Studios makes amazing games, I do not like them at all. <sighs> I I don't like a game where they say. Here's your sandbox. Here's your rules. Go and do whatever you want. Uh, no, no, no. I'm I'm good. I, I I don't like making my own fun. Well, that's Death Loop, except you have a time limit. <laughs> yeah, no, I, that's that that makes it even worse. Yeah, I I just I don't like the time loop games. I just to me they're just rogue games with an excuse to get rid of the get rid of the name rogue in them. All right. Um. That's but, all the... but hold on, Deathloop can't win. It doesn't have any incest in it. All right, there was our twelve minutes reference. Oh Jesus! All right, I got one tweet, uh, but it's a two-parter. It comes from Adam. He says, "All right, finally moving on to Assassin's Creed Odyssey after finishing Origins earlier this year. Just wondering if you guys use guided or exploration mode. Seems like the latter would just annoy me in the long run." As always, cheers for the show. P.S. The game's 75% off at the moment to anyone who wants to jump in. Uh, I even got the gold edition after many times hearing you guys say the DLC is great. Peace out. Dude, I will never play exploration mode. I ain't got the time. What, what, what exactly is exploration mode? It takes all the markers off the map. No. <laughs> no. No. That's like me playing Deathloop. I'm good. Like if you don't like if you don't tell me where to go, I, I don't have the time to look anymore, unfortunately. And I, I get why people like those kind of modes and more power to you, but I kinda I kinda want you to like nudge me where I'm going. Dude, there's time there was times in Assassin's Creed Origins where I would go to where the marker's telling me, I'm like, Where the hell is this guy? <laughs> now, maybe I'm an idiot. I mean we're I, old. I, I, can, I can agree to that. I am yeah, an I don't, idiot. I don't we don't need the maybe. Yeah, I, I just I, <laughs> I can't. No, I am. <laughs> like, okay, well, 
Sure. There, there's no denying. Like I'm, I'm not the, I'm not the pro gamer that I used to be. Oh, dude! All you got to do is log Dreams into Halo. All you got to do is log into Halo multiplayer. You'll realize how much of an elite gamer you are and anymore. Is the reason why I haven't played Halo multiplayer? Yeah, those people are already real good. <laughs> like I, I'm, I'm good. Like I got good at Overwatch, and good is in in quotes for me. Um, but like, there's no way I could handle Halo. There's no way. Yeah, I was definitely getting my ass whipped. I'll tell you what, I got my ass whipped in harder though was Battlefield. Whew. I've never been good at Battlefield. Battlefield is one of those games where I shoot a guy, then die, shoot a guy, then die, and I get yep. it, that takes about thirty minutes, and I'm like, yeah, I'm. I'm done I'll, I'll tell you the 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 penultimate Battlefield experience: spawn, run for two minutes, die, die. Didn't even get, didn't even see anybody. Yeah, got sniped. Just sniped. No, that's that's why I hate PUBG. That's why I hate any of those games because there's no way to actually learn. There's no way to actually improve in those games. That's one of the things I had to give Overwatch and nightly. Like, you know, I mean, we harp about Overwatch all the time. Overwatch, you know when you screwed up. Yeah. You know, I got sniped by Widowmaker. Why? Well, I didn't keep my freaking shield up. Well, you, know, it's, you, it's you like get, that. you get, you shouldn't have poked your head out in Battlefield, and I wouldn't have sniped you. That's, yeah, I mean, you kind of don't have a choice in Battlefield. Area. Where the hell am I supposed to go? Yeah, you want to go hang out in the building where there's nobody at? That's really fun. Yeah, that's what they do in PUBG. They sit behind a door and then move whenever they have to. Yeah, they just lay in the grass or for like you lay 20 in minutes. the bathtub. Yeah, that I mean that's what PUBG is. I, in fact, when we went to do that weekly quest, that's what Drew was doing. I was like, hide in the building. That's and and yeah, I, I made it to what third. Yeah, third place because you just laid down in the grass or uh, hid in the building or whatever. Yeah, and that, my friends, is what we call twenty twenty one fun. <laughs> Because there's tons of games out there that are just like that. And I'm like, this isn't fun to me. This is why I gravitate toward RPGs. Where, you know, you have a story. You have you have a, a course of where you need to go. And you can customize your character. Or customize your party. And, and you, so you still have those choices that you get to make. But somebody's telling you where to go. Also, I am, I am old man proponent of easy mode. I'm getting to that point now, too. I just, like, if a game has an easy mode, I'm immediately, if I'm playing it for leisure, I literally just, like, slap easy mode right on. Like, I don't need the headache anymore. I don't need to prove that I'm good, because it yeah. does nothing. The last game I deliberately put on a harder mode was Doom 2016. I'd have never finished Doom Eternal if I'd have put it on anything above normal. Yeah. There's no yeah, fucking way. I played Ultraviolence and beat the game on that, and I was fine with that because I I I, I wanted to play Doom again, like what I did when I was a kid, and I was like, let's go to Ultraviolence. I heard it's not that bad. It is one of those where you have to like know what you're doing, and I had a really good time with it. I'll tell you one you don't want to do that too is Quake. I went back to Quake and I played it on normal, and I was getting one shotted. I'm like, oh, cool. The last game I put on hard was, uh, and I didn't even finish it. I, I got like to the last level and went, Ugh, I'm just tired of this. Was uh, I was trying to get all the uh, achievements in Quantum Break. You know, the last game I purposely put on hard to get achievements was Batman Arkham Asylum. 
and the hard mode in that game just removes the little lightning bolt above your head for a counter. I think that's It'd all it does. too bad. Yeah, I, I beat it, but... Yeah. I just don't need the frustration anymore. I just don't. I, pl- I sit down to play games to relax. Yeah. It's just I, have like... to, I, have to, I have to give it to Doom, because I have to go back to that, because Doom 2016 on Ultra Violence, every time I finished one of those ballerinas, I was like... Fuck yeah, you know, because because it, it was just hard enough to where I was like, I I need to before I activate the the enemies, I need to look around this area. Okay, I can jump here, I can do this, I can do that, and it helps you create a battle plan, and it made you feel like you were accomplishing something. Like, sure, Doom is all about being just the ultimate badass and just murdering things, but I still felt that way. But I had to strategize a little bit more. I could see getting through Doom twenty sixteen on ultraviolence. I could yeah. not it, see getting it's, through it's Doom Eternal. Yeah, the way you mentioned, like, what were the enemies? The, the fucking knights. I forget what they're called, but Jesus Christ. Yeah. Those things are just, I mean, they're not fun. Like, no. every everything that you would do to fight them, they have a counter for. Like, the the they, Doom Eternal... Like, purists are the same people that are like, Metroid Dread is fantastic. It's like, this series has better games. Doom Eternal is a game I enjoy, but it is near the bottom of my favorite Doom games. Yeah. Doom 2016 is perfect. Doom Eternal is okay. See, I think Doom 2 is my favorite. I fucking love Doom 2. Then That's prob- my favorite song from Doom. I mean, all the music in Doom 1 and 2 are... So- you know there's a horn in Forza Horizon 5 that is uh, E1M1? Uh, no, I do. Yeah. It's pretty fucking fantastic. <laughs> exactly, it's literally a horn doing that. Shit. Anyway. I gotta find that horn. Um, that's, that's, that's all I got. Um... Before we get out of here, I did want to mention I I don't I watched the second Tiger King. The whole thing? I, yeah, it's I, only five I, episodes. Hi, oh, it's only five I, episodes. What's that, Anthony? I said Tiger. He's doing Master Betty. Tiger. <laughs> so, how was how was Tiger King season two? God damn, there's crazier people in that one than there were in the first one. Holy shit! Oh, really. The dude that was helping Jeff Lowe at the end of the first one, um, the, like the older dude, the bald guy, there's like a whole episode about him in the second season. That motherfucker is crazy. Like, legit bananas. <laughs> but yeah, they're, I guess they're, uh, it ends with, uh, I guess they're still trying to get Joe out. Why? He's not a good person. It's like, it's just this weird, like, well, he's a piece of shit. All the people that are also pieces of shit didn't go to jail, and I think some of them are now going to jail. (laughs) Good. Good. Doesn't mean that was was horrible people. Yeah, I I literally think everybody involved in that show is a horrible person. (laughs) I, I will say the one guy, that guy who was like the assistant... The one like that lost nerd. his legs? He lost his legs? Is that the, the guy with glasses? Yeah, the guy with glasses. That went off to do, like, the, the racing? 
I, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, he has like prosthetic legs. Does he? Yeah. I don't think he was a bad person. I think he got caught up in the craziness. Yeah. I don't know. That that shit is, is crazy. I also started watching Cowboy Bebop, and boy, the internet's mad at that show, and I don't know why. I've heard it's only about the characterization of uh, Faye. What do you mean? What What do you mean? That, that apparently, like, it's a lot of Joss Whedon-ish feminism like oh she's witty and she fights men and that's where why she's tough and it's like I, I people are upset about that i don't fucking know that's what i that's I what heard i've heard people were upset because they changed some things and i'm like well you, if you do it scene for scene what's the point like yeah. like there are definitely scenes from the anime in the show and i thought they were done well and the show captures that fucking cowboy bebop vibe I mean, Yoko Kano did the music for the show, the live-action show. I still don't skip the intro. It's too good. Like, just the music. Yeah, like, I like it. I think it's fun. I think I'm on episode four. I think there's ten. Laura and I finished um, Lock and Key season two. Oh, yeah? It's pretty good. Lock and Key season two is better than the first season. My wife and son watch it, and they seem to like it. Dude, I don't... Man, there's a lot of violence in that show, man. Uh, dude, my son just played through Resident Evil 6 with her like, okay. about All a month right. ago, and I was just like, really? And she's like, yeah. I'm like, okay. You should watch Lock and Key, man. You'd probably like it. I'm waiting for Invasion to finish, and I want to watch that. I really want to watch that. I like alien shows. I want to watch that. There's too much shit to watch. There is a lot of stuff to watch. We watched a lot of stuff. I watched like, Fast like, Nine. You know. Yeah, yeah. The retcon. The the, the, the movie. retcon. The movie. Holy shit! What? Sorry, what? Fast and Furious Nine. Oh, I'm, I don't care about that series. I love so, the series. It's fun. It's so good. Yeah, it's, it's dumb. It's so dumb. It's fun to watch. What if the Avengers had cars? <laughs> Of, dude, no, they, what if the Avengers were cars and then people were inside those cars? There you go. Perfect. I mean, kind of. Yeah. There, there's a nice... Done, done some stuff that's like, that's not humanly possible. Dude, you have no idea this one. Oh my god. Some of the stuff they do in this one, when they're not spending 30 minutes of exposition to retcon some story, there's a scene at the end that I'm just like, what the fuck? Oh, we watched Disney's I, uh, uh, Jungle Cruise. That was fun. I haven't seen that yet. I watched uh, Shang-Chi, and I think Jungle Cruise is next on my list. Did you watch I, the Jungle Home Cruise Alone? Fun. Did you watch Home Alone? The new one? Yeah. No, I never will. You don't like Home Alone? I love Home Alone. I don't like that Home Alone. But you haven't watched it yet. You don't know. It might be good. No, no it's not. <laughs> Did you watch it? No, I haven't watched it yet. Are can I make a? To? I might. I might watch it. Can I make a guess? Um, oh god, I I have a, a slight fear. Do they fucking digitize or, or or like deep fake fucking Paul Walker in Fast Nine? Yeah. No. Oh, thank they, God. No, they did it in. I mean, they, they his brother, to, his they brother stepped in. Point. His brother stepped in as a stunt double, and they like made it so that you barely saw his face. 
Yeah. But that's a bit different because they had to explain why the character wasn't there. I, yeah. I'm forgiving on that part. I was just like worried that they were like, no. They should probably. Going, yeah. No. No. They should probably write in that he's gone, like dead or something at this point, because now it's like, yeah, especially with this movie where they bring back literally everybody, but yeah. yet he doesn't show up. Yeah, it, it, yeah, I, yeah. For some reason, like stuck with the lore of him, just he's went off to be a family man. Well, what's even Go killer about Fast Nine man. is that his wife is in it. Is in it and and doing crazy stuff. Yeah, but he he's watching the kids. <laughs> He's watching the kids. <laughs> it's like, okay, let's just come on, come on. <laughs> They'll never do it, though. I, I mean, he is referenced in this movie, and he even drives up at one point, but he never gets out of the car. You know? No. <laughs> oh God, don't do this. It's just like, come he on. Pulls up the skyline. Yeah. Yeah, in the, the, in the blue skyline. Tinted. Yeah. He pulls up at the blue skyline. I'm like, dude, come on. There is a good stinger at the end, though, so you got to stick around for that. Uh-huh. You get to see somebody the... who's not in the movie. Captain Marvel comes down. Oh, <laughs> different movie. I'm not going to spoil anything. I'm already getting off on a rant. That's uh, that's it for the show. So, if you want to follow us on Twitter, it's at F4G Podcast. If you want to follow me, it's a ZTGD. Anthony's a complacent robot. Drew is a DML Fury. And you can send us emails to podcasts at ZTGD.com. Phoenix down, Yakuza a three, taking a break. To... Actually, I don't think there's going to be much of anything on the site this week except for this show. I think that'll probably be. Yeah. Fucking Thanksgiving, man. I'm on vacation all week. You weren't here when I talked about that, Drew, but I am I'm off all week. I am working Thanksgiving Day, so. Oh, I'm not. I'm going to be watching football all day. Because we still can't go to family meet. My sister called and asked me to come. Because um, we haven't really been able to get together since mom passed, like all of us. And I was like, I just, I can't, because my son just got his shot. And he still has to get his second one, and then it's like two weeks after that. So, hopefully I'll get to go for Christmas, but Thanksgiving, I'm, we're not going to make it. So, Yeah. But yeah, I think I'm just going to lay laze around the house, play some Pokemon, watch some football, eat some bad food. Maybe wrap the Christmas present. My tree's already up, so... Yeah, we've got our tree up, and I think I hear my wife decorating right now. When did you put it up? Two days ago. Oh, shit, mine's been up for like a week and a half, Drew. No, not that's... <laughs> I, I delayed it as long as possible. When you have kids, it goes up faster. Yeah. My son wanted it up in October. So. Oh, no. <laughs> no, no. I put a rule down that it's at yet. least after Halloween. It has mm-hmm. to be past Halloween. Gotta be. I, I used to say it'd have to be after Thanksgiving, but I lost that battle. Yeah, that battle's been lost a long time. Yeah. When you get kids, you'll lose another battle. Just like you know. But anyway. I don't even I fight anymore. <laughs> you just you just go you just go, okay. See that's 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 the progression, Anthony. When you get older, you become the old man in the in the lounge chair, you kick your feet up and you just say, Okay. Jokes on you! I already don't give enough of a fucking life. That is me right now. <laughs> you get you get to an age where you don't care about justice. You just care if that everybody's quiet. Shut up. Yeah, yeah. You, I, you, you I just go I, for peace. I have a, I have a thing to tell you. I don't really care about justice, but it's a good way to have Ruby 
be quiet. So it's just easier if you go, the fucking bad guys should leave. It's a really easy way to make people quiet. All right, let's see if there's anything else we're going to get out here. Alrighty, and it goes something like this.